This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. It is Friday, April 10th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, Philadelphia police officers were involved in a shootout with a man and a woman in the city's Grays Ferry section early Friday morning, officials said. The incident began around midnight on South Bailey Street near Dickinson Street. Police officers responded to the area after receiving reports of gunshots. According to investigators, two uniformed officers entered through an alleyway uh, after hearing there were people in the backyard. Uh, The officers said they saw a man and a woman outside of the home on South Bailey Street, but seconds later, the woman began firing several shots at the officers. Investigators say the officers returned fire and then chased the two into a house where they were subsequently arrested. The female was shot in the thigh and the male was shot in the abdomen, uh, Philadelphia Police Deputy Commissioner Melvin Singleton said. While inside, officers observed the female throw a silver semi-automatic handgun under the kitchen table. Police recovered that gun and then also found another semi-automatic handgun and a shotgun. Police said both the officers involved in the incident were not injured. Again, with all the crap going on, this has to be going. They have to handle this. Right. And then this, crews in South Jersey were battling a raging forest fire on Thursday night. The fire broke out at about 5.30 in the evening in downtownship New Jersey near Dividing Creek and Ackley Roads. The fire consumed roughly 1,000 acres and the blaze is still not under control. Crews were trying to contain the fire by spreading an intentional fire line to cut off its fuel supply. The wind yesterday evening was hampering the efforts to contain the blaze. Officials say there's no threat to area homes uh, and evacuations have not been ordered, but it's still unclear how the fire started. Pennsylvania schools will remain shuttered for the rest of the academic year because of the coronavirus pandemic that has sickened thousands and caused hundreds of deaths statewide under an order signed Thursday by the state's education secretary. The extended shutdown offer affects more than 1.7 million students in public and private K-12 schools. It means children will spend the rest of the year learning remotely. Governor Wolf said it wasn't an easy decision to make, but he made it because it was a critical step to protect as many people as possible. The order applies through the last day of the current academic year, a date that varies among districts because calendars are set by school boards. Wolf made the decision after consulting with the uh, Education Secretary Pedro Rivera and Dr. Rachel Levine, the State Health Secretary. Schools will remain closed for the rest of the academic year, but that doesn't mean learning is stopping in Pennsylvania, Wolf said in a video announcing the closure. Teaching and learning will continue. Free meals for kids will continue. Connections will continue. Uh, The statement from the governor's office clarified that the state mandate to close schools applies to all public K-12 schools, brick-and-mortar and cyber charter schools, private and parochial schools, career and technical centers, and intermediate uni- units. All Department of Education early learning program classrooms, including those for pre-K counts, head counts, supplemental assistance programs, and preschool early inter- uh, intervention will also remain closed. So it's basically everything. Um, with uh, that last story be- being very complex and everything, I do want to point out that the first two stories Kathy had were just standard mayhem and yes. not yes. coronavirus God. related. Yeah. Yeah. The shooting and in a fire. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're heading in the right direction. You miss we're regular mayhem. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's nostalgic, yeah. yeah. Uh, the mandate also... Good old st- fires and shootings. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. No. Something new. Yeah. yeah. The mandate also stipulated that campuses of colleges and universities remain closed until the governor allows them to reopen or until state government permits non-essential businesses to reopen. You know, question, though, Kathy, so you're at, you at a vocational school, you're learning, you're an engineer, you're learning, you know, technical stuff on pieces of equipment. You, you can't do that at home, so, no, you know, yeah, yeah I know, it's part I know. of the impact. 
Yeah, it's it's a shame. I mean, yeah. there's there's so many parts to it. You know, the younger kids, like, uh, you know, Jace is eight, and you know, he's talking about not being able to see his second grade teacher again, and all of his friends. And then you have the older kids who are going to miss out on prom and graduation and stuff like that. So, you know, it just it stinks all around. It's, as much as kids don't want to go to school now during this, they're like asking to go to some of them asking to go to school. And so this the the freaking pay dirt you put up all year with the school to get to these parts of the uh, yeah. school calendar. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's do sports. Ball sacks are yummy. Ball sacks are yummy. UFC 249 will not happen on April 18th, despite Dana White's efforts to move forward with the pay-per-view event. White also said all other UFC events have been postponed indefinitely due to the coronavirus pandemic. In an interview yesterday, White said, Today we got a call from the highest level you can go at Disney and the highest level at ESPN, and the powers that be asked me to stand down and not do this event on Saturday. On Monday, White told ESPN he had secured a location in the U.S. to host weekly fights for at least the next two months. White also said earlier in the week that he had secured a private island where he could uh, conceivably book flights for international athletes who couldn't come to the United States. White is still adamant that the UFC will be the first sports organization back in business. It looks like wide receiver Brandon Cooks is headed to the Houston Texans and not coming to Philadelphia as many Eagles fans had hoped. The LA Rams have agreed to trade Cooks. What the f*** is this? And in exchange, the Texans will send a 2020 second round (laughs) NFL draft pick to the Rams for Cooks and a 2022 fourth round pick. The Rams signed Cooks to a five-year 81 million dollar contract before last season in two seasons with the Rams Cook caught 122 passes for 1,787 yards and seven touchdowns. This Eagles fan right here says that they can have him. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want him. No. All right. This dude is one concussion away from retirement. So He's damaged good. He really is man. Good riddance. Yeah and he's expensive so they can have him. They can Go have to him. hell. <laughs> and rot, a new survey. A new survey by Seton Hall University's Stillman School of Business suggests that a majority of Americans would not attend sporting events in person just yet. About 72% of Americans polled uh, said that they would not attend sporting events uh, if they resumed without a vaccine for the coronavirus. When polling respondents who identified as sports fans, 61% said that they would not go to a game without a vaccine. Only 12% of all respondents said they would go to games if social distancing could be maintained, which would likely lead to a highly reduced number of fans, staff, and media at the games. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Like I said, end of the work week is finally here. It is a Friday morning. We are happy that you are on board. I have good news. Yes. Everyone, love good news. Everyone listening today gets a free copy of the Preston and Steve Home Edition. Oh, oh no way. It's like, you know, in the, in the TV yes. shows, look under your seat. Everybody gets a prize. So if you have a radio yeah. or a smart speaker, you can listen at home. Wow. And that's that easy. For, for free. We're giving that away for, for free. free. So everybody listening right now gets that. So congratulations. And a case of turtle wax. That's how you... Well, we'll look on the... We'll, we'll talk to legal about all the right, turtle yeah, wax. We have, to clear our, we have to clear all wax. Yeah, so. Guests of the President Steve Show stay at the lovely Ramada Inn near the airport. Do we have a Ramada near the airport? I think we do. Oh, yeah. We do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I went to a wedding there. <laughs> All right, so congratulations. You've already won a home edition of the President and Steve Show. We have several things taking place. Speaking of winning, though, we're giving away that case of stateside vodka. <laughs> Should 
It should get you through the pandemic, okay? An <laughs> if entire it doesn't, case we're all in trouble. <laughs> yeah, we're in big trouble. So we're giving away that along with the uh, the uh, distillery tour and $150 gift certificate, the, ta- the uh, tasting room and all that stuff. So that's at the end of the show for the Word of the Week prize. Um, speaking of giveaways, today we are not doing the MMR Rock Refund. It's the only day that we're not doing it. Uh, today is Good Friday. It's a holiday. It's a company holiday. We're working. Uh, it's kind of an interesting situation. We're members of a union. <laughs> yeah. It's not a union holiday, uh, but we would probably have been working anyway because it's just, listen, there's not a whole lot you can do on a day off, so we're coming to work anyway. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I wonder if people, who, so obviously there's a, a decent percentage of people now who are working from home. Are they going to treat themselves and not work today and take today off? Yeah, right. Steve, I was talking to somebody yesterday. Um, she works for Make-A-Wish, you know, yeah. the charity organization, and she said that uh, today is a day off for Make-A-Wish, um, but she wanted to let people know that she was not coming into work, and so she was setting up her out-of-office reply on right. email. Um, but she's <laughs> yeah. already out of office, you know? So she's yeah, like, well, right, right. what do I say? I'm a secret double out of office. Exactly. Right? Uh, so whatever you're doing today, just hang with us because we're going to have a good time. We have a couple of special things on the way. Number one, we find out what the finals are going to be. The two final videos of Daily Rush Madness. And I will reveal that after we get through the entertainment break. And then we come back in the in that first 7 o'clock hour break that we have. As of yesterday, we had four um, stellar yeah. competitors. Yeah. I have to be... You know what? The first time we did this, I was thrilled with all the finalists. I think everyone out there voting has great taste. Yeah, it's intern Ben against Bajmir and uh, Pierre against uh, Fart Fart. Pierre with uh, the uh, Pina Colada song. So I'll re- reveal what the final championship is going to be. Then you'll have the weekend to vote. And then yes. we'll come back on Monday and we'll have our absolute winner. Uh, we also are going to do a very cool thing. It was Marissa's idea. It's an Ask Me Anything session with the President of Steve Show. We had you guys submit ahead of time. We figured it'd be a good idea to get these, uh, you know, a, a wealth of questions that we could go through and, and pick out that might be fun as opposed to just opening up the phone. So uh, we had people submit. We had a form, and they sent in their questions. There's some really good ones, and we're going to go around the room, and there are some show uh, oriented ones, and there are some individual uh, questions as well. Right. So, uh, and uh, you're going to ask questions that I have not seen, and I'm Correct. going to ask questions that you have not seen, and because bu- we want a fresh response on air. Exactly. So, we're going to do that with the gang. The only one that's seen all the questions is me, except for the questions that are for me. Yes. So, we'll we'll work it out that way. So, it should be kind of fun to see what answers we get, and we appreciate everybody participating. Uh, we're also going to have, as far as the guests go, the one person who we've had in this studio regularly <laughs> who was born to lock down in a quarantine. His name is John Heffron, the comedian, and he's a survivalist. So he literally has a compound. Yeah. He has got a protected compound. Yeah. Now, there's a percentage of it. It's just because he is he likes it, yep. he finds it amusing, and there's a substantial portion that thinks, I'm going to need this someday. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll see how John's holding up uh, in our unique conditions in this uh, country we live in. Uh, so that stuff is taking place and a bunch of other goodies. So we're going we're gonna to break and come back, and I'll have a stupid question and the entertainment report that I'll lay out for you. So don't go far. We're going to be with you all morning long. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. When a reporter finishes a story, what questions did you wish they'd asked? What's one unexpected detail they didn't have time to explore? Why is it even happening? Get to the why behind issues that matter in your community. The Why from WHYY uncovers interesting parts of the story you haven't heard about yet. The impact of those stories on your life and your neighborhood. 
there's more to every story, if you take the time to tell it. Subscribe to The Why wherever you get your podcasts. Don't settle for part of the story. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, stupid question prize. Today's digital download of The Way Back, starring Ben Affleck. I want to see that. Uh, here, how about this? This question is interesting. What movie did Walt Disney die during the production of? Huh. Yeah, two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to this. What movie did Walt Disney die during the production of? Uh, if you know that answer, call now. If we get to you on the phones, and we got a prize on this end. I'm going to go through some birthdays while we're waiting. Uh, it is the 10th of April, and some birthdays being celebrated include uh, John Madden. Hey. <laughs> John. Although, you know what? I probably should get him different music, because this is NFL on Fox, and okay. he, was, he was Monday Night Football. All right. You have the, the old Monday Night Football thing? Uh, he is uh, 84 years old today. 84. Yeah. Still, you know, he, he hasn't gone through that withering process that a lot of people do when they get up in that age. He's still pretty beefy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we just had Caliendo on the other day. And he, he did, like, just a millisecond of John Madden. I still find it funny. Well, again, you hate to ask him to do yep. it, but it is so funny. And Caliendo's worked out this bizarre thing where his version of Madden likes to drink turkey juice out of a turkey baster. Yeah, yeah. I, I just love the, here's the guy. Yeah, here's the guy. Yeah, so, 84 today. Uh, Haley Joel Osment, about the same size as John Madden, yes. uh, is 32 years old today. He's beefed up a bit. He did beef up quite yeah. a bit. I, I still, I love him, though. He's, uh, you know, he doesn't do as much anymore. Obviously, he burst onto the scene with Sixth Sense. Do you know he popped up recently? Uh, the Boys. Yeah, he was yeah. in The Boys. And he was really good. He, when he, whatever he shows up in, he's really good. He's great. He just plays, a, a, you know, he's still kind of a lovable guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah, when yeah. he's a, uh, a dick. A dick. Yeah. I don't know, man, because he was kind of a dick in that. And then there was another thing uh, that he was a dick in. Uh, the dick. No, no. <laughs> The Dick, the starring dude. Haley Joel Osment. Now, are you actually the dick in the dick? <laughs> yeah, oh, was, I'm the dick. Was it the Entourage movie, Nick, that I'm thinking of? Maybe, yeah. He was good as Fat Mac in uh, It's Always Sunny, too. Yeah. He, yeah. he played a, an alternate version of Rob McElhenney yeah. when Rob McElhenney was fat, and he, he was in on that joke. But I don't remember. I only remember the one dick role case. Okay. Uh, Haley Joel Osment <laughs> is 32 today. It's Steve, Speaking of dicks, it's Steven Seagal's birthday. Steven oh, wow. Seagal, yes. Uh, and he plumped up as well. He's been he's been really pretty fat for quite a while. He has, man. And the guy used to be a physical specimen, rail thin, yeah. perfect uh, aikido build. Yeah. Uh, and I've if you've watched, I watched a whole sequence of Joe Rogan and a couple other MMA fighters dissecting Steven Seagal's abilities, and they say he's the real deal. Sure, he's yep. as, he's as good as you can get. At one but time, still, no, no, but at, no, no. They were rating his ability to attack a buffet, Nick, and now they say <laughs> they say it's equally as formidable. No, he was I legit. See. He was legit uh, for sure, and uh, and then probably the, the martial arts went off to the side as his movie career escalated and so on. But uh, he is sixty eight today. Uh, the lovely Mandy Moore ah is thirty six years old today. Is this from Tangled, Casey? Yeah, yep. Tangled's a great animated movie if you've I never seen it. it. I love it, and it's it. funny, and the horse is great. Yep, Maximus. And then uh, Kathy, she is on. She was on This Is Us, right? And that's a show you watch, I believe. Uh, yes. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she's celebrating her 36th birthday today. 
Uh, Brian Setzer, Stray Cats uh, singer and guitarist. I, uh, that guy is a great guitar player. I love the Stray Underrated. Cats. Yeah, and I love his band, yeah. his big band. Yep, so he's celebrating his 61st birthday today. Were the Cats yeah. supposed to be... Uh... Reuniting and touring, yeah, right? Yeah, they were. They, they, it was. I remember maybe last year, and I don't remember seeing a whole lot about it. But I would love to go see them. Uh, I always thought they were just a lot of fun. So uh, he is sixty-one today. Uh, actor Orlando Jones is uh, fifty-two. Uh, he stopped by the camp out for hunger one time. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He's done a whole bunch of. Uh, um, he's he's now that guy. He pops up in all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, then you have uh, Charlie Hunnam, Sons of Anarchy, uh, celebrating his fortieth birthday. Pacific Rim. Uh, uh, yes. Was he? One, yeah. Was he in the first one? I he guess he was in the first one. The second one is kind of uh, sucky. Uh, you know, they 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 missed a lot of the stuff. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know how they. I don't know how they completely effed up Pacific Rim, but they did. Uh, yeah, I, th- I guess they're just, you know, not incorporating hey, the right people in the script writing process. Yeah, what if we have, like, teens doing it? Yeah. It's like, remember, from Jaws 1 to Jaws 2. Well, let's just do the same thing again, but this time with teenagers. Right. Uh, so he's 40 today. Then you have uh, guitarist Warren D. Martini with the band Rat uh, is 57. Who's it? Good? The lead singer of Rat is the nephew of Milton Berle? Yeah, he's related really? to Milton Berle yeah. somehow or another. Yeah, that was um, Stephen Piercy. That's it. That's uh, it. Yeah, in fact, oh. he's in the Round and Round video. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Milton so Berle is? Milton Berle is in that video. Oh, Absolutely. my God. You'd have to go back and, and see it <laughs> to believe it. But, yes, he's featured prominently <laughs> in the video for this song. And this was just at the height of, uh, you know, glam metal. He had one of those uh, to the side haircuts, the lead singer, right? Yeah, asymmetric cut. Asymmetric cut, they yeah. Called. Yeah, he always wore a, a bandana type of headband thing. Uh, so he, uh, Warren Martini, is 57 today. And <laughs> then we'll do one last. We're looking at the video. And there's Milton Berle, Casey. There he is. <laughs> okay. Yep, he's, he's in it. Uh, he's featured prominently. Uh, even dressed in drag. Look, Casey. Yeah. Wow. You keep looking away. It's, it's no, no, it's missing all the best parts. Look at, look at, he's dressed as a woman. Yeah. Do you think he was like, yeah, I'll do it? Or was he like, oh, God. Uh, he was My such, sister's. He was a complete attention <laughs> whore. A complete attention whore. <laughs> <laughs> My sister's idiot yeah. son. No, he had any, any chance to get in front of the camera. Yeah, yeah true. Last birthday, the very beautiful Daisy Ridley oh, yes. is 28 years old uh, from Star Wars fame. Uh, I'm not sure what she's moving on. She was in uh, Murder on the Orient Express. Anybody see that? I did, and she was very good at it. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's well done. It's. uh, I I also like the original version that had Sean Connery and a whole bunch of other, you know, great actors of the time. But uh, you can like both. Yeah, yeah. I think they both did a good job. Uh, She is. uh, She's got that. We were talking about teeth crushes the other day. Oh my god! Yes, big toothy, beautiful smile, gorgeous eyes, and she celebrates her 28th birthday today. So happy birthday to everybody. Moving forward in age. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. Uh, what movie did Walt Disney die during the production of? 215-263-WMMR is the number, and I will go to... This is Brian. Hi, Brian. Good morning. Am I on the air? Yes. Tupia. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. All right, do me a favor. What movie did Walt Disney die during the production of? The Jungle Book. The Jungle Book. Oh. Hang on a moment, Yay, Brian. he died during that movie. 
Uh, so did he get his head? His head was caught in the paint mixer, right? Yeah, the paint yeah, mixer. Yeah, yeah. The heat shook him to death. Necessities. Forget. Uh, and that movie came out in 1967. Uh, the the animated. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I love that movie. Uh, so you got it right, Brian. Hang on the line. We are going to set you up with a digital download of The Way Back, starring Ben Affleck and an inspiring story of a man's uh, struggle to overcome tragedy. His road to redemption leads him back to his high school alma mater to coach the basketball team with their own troubles and challenges. Uh, you can own the digital movie now, by the way. All right, so we'll start with Angelina Jolie. Um, she is, con- and it's a pretty serious topic, but one that's definitely... Can be made fun of. On point. No, oh, I don't no. think so. She's concerned about how at-risk children were fair during the coronavirus uh, pandemic. Th- that is, yeah, that's a very serious tr- uh, topic. Yeah. It was... uh, like abused children and, and, and children that are now forced to be in proximity to potential abuses. The same holds true as you pointed out, Preston, with the Laurel House yeah. and, and, and uh, you know people in abusive situations who now... Are finding it more, even more difficult to escape. Yeah. Uh, in an op-ed uh, for Time magazine, the 44-year-old wrote that kids are especially vulnerable to so many of the secondary impacts of the pandemic on society. Uh, she's referring, she said, to abused kids who are required to skip school and self-isolate with their abusive parents. Yeah. Uh, she wrote, isolating a victim from family and friends is a well-known tactic of control by abusers meaning that the social distancing that is necessary to stop COVID-19 is one that will inadvertently fuel a direct rise in trauma and suffering for vulnerable children. There are already reports of a surge in domestic violence around the world, including violent killings. Uh, She said it comes at a time when children are deprived of the very support networks that help them cope from their trusted friends and teachers to after-school sports activities and visits to a beloved relative's house that provide an escape from their abusive environment. Uh, she added that schools serve as a lifeline of opportunity as well as a shield offering protection or at least a temporary reprieve from violence, exploitation, and other difficult circumstances, including sexual exploitation, yeah, forced yeah. marriage and child labor, and domestic violence. So she's talking worldwide. Everything, and there is yeah. a worldwide issue. I mean, yeah. school can provide an oasis for a kid who's got no oh, recourse at home. Absolutely. She said lockdown also means fewer adult eyes on the situation. She advised people to make a point of calling family or friends, particularly where we might have concerns that someone is vulnerable. So she's saying reach out and just try to try to kind of get in there if, if there's any way you can, yeah. you know, be a distraction. No, that's good advice. Uh, federal prosecutors on Wednesday put Lori Laughlin, husband uh, Mosimo Giannulli, and several other defendants in the Varsity Blues bribery case on blast. Uh, the parents were trying to have their indictment dismissed, alleging that prosecutors acting inappropriately toward the alleged ringleader of the fraud, who is Rick Singer. Now, now well, is being put on blast a legal move? Can it, you counter with a talk-to-the-hand movement? You know what? That's uh, that's a good question. Okay. I think that's the current day's ex post facto, Steve. <laughs> Very uh, exculpatory, if I might add. Uh, lawyers for Laughlin and the others insisted that prosecutors forced Singer to lie to them in order to extract their admissions of alleged wrongdoing. Huh. Here's what the feds said in papers obtained by E.T., uh, the defendants... Look what I got. <laughs> he got him. It was kind of easy for me. I just put this finger into the lock and I was able to open it. Uh, the defendants' core allegations of misconduct are uh, premised on a straw man. Uh, that I made him come to life with my mind. Oh, it was like And then a... I sent him in like a robot. It's like a scarecrow? Yeah. And... So okay, he yeah. was... So get this, all right? All right. He's all straw. Then he gets to the door and then he just... Falls down into little pieces of straw that crawl under the door, and he gets in, and then he reconstitutes. Wow, that's uh, 
That's an amazing talent. That's my jam. Uh, so the defense core allegations of misconduct are premised on a straw man that this case is only about bribery. It is not. The defendants are charged with conspiring to engage in a single sweeping scheme to gain admissions for their children to college by, among other things, lying about their academic and athletic qualifications. So that complicit coaches... Yes! Induced by bribes... If styled, it pleases the court. ...styled as donations to their programs could purport the... Uh, to recruit them as elite athletes. So there's a pictures that made it up online yesterday, Preston, of Olivia Jade. Photographic proof that she is uh, ready for the rowing team. She's just on yeah, a regular yeah. rowing exercise device. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's just, look, I can do this. Uh, they continued to say just because neither scam, ringleader, uh, Rick Singer, nor the defendants actually used the word bribe to describe the purported donations doesn't mean that they were legitimate. They were calling them bribes. <laughs> it was the pronunciation. <laughs> they offered yeah. a bribe. I, had, bribe. I would like a cash bribe. <laughs> uh, Jessica Simpson recreated one of her most iconic magazine covers, and fans are loving it. Uh, the 39-year-old posted side-by-side comparisons of her 2003 Rolling Stone magazine cover titled Housewife of the Year and a more recent one. So she captioned them, Housewife, Housewife of the Year looks a little different these days. So in the first, if you remember, yes, she's smiling and fresh-faced, wearing a skimpy tank, panties and heels, holding a Swiffer. In the second, she looks exhausted, drained, is wearing baggy sweats and slippers, but she's still holding a Swiffer. Uh, fans ate it up. Uh, one wrote, I am a cleaner for a living, and I have to say, I appreciate this picture so much. You are so cute. I love it. And uh, another one cheered on saying, still amazing and beautiful, by the way. So. Uh, it is a it is a, a funny take on it, and I like seeing stuff like this. I got wind of something yesterday, which apparently there's a couple of videos. Have you seen the Ariana Grande Waterboy stuff? Uh, no, yeah. but I started watching a, a video, and the sound wasn't on. I was on Twitter, and it was yeah. Ariana Grande and a few different characters. They've done a couple of them. Okay, so and what... she's playing Adam Sandler. They're using the dialogue, from the audio from the movie. What but, movie? Uh, the Waterboy. Oh, from yeah, the Waterboy. Yeah, yeah, Bobby oh. Boucher. No. She's playing Bobby Boucher, Ariana Grande, and her friends are playing, and they're doing it. And they're doing the cuts like in the movie. And uh, That sounds fun. It's, it's, it's really pretty funny. Listen, before she was a uh, uh, a princess, a, yeah, yeah. a pop princess, she acted. She was an actress. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I could see this. All right, so then I have to go back and watch this then because... It, uh, who is the girl playing Vicky Valancourt? Her. Uh, she's pretty amazing. She's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was curious who that was. All right, well, anyway, I'll go back and check that out. Uh, well, we do have some audio from a, I think we do, uh, from a, a YouTube, or not a YouTube, a, a Twitter post. It was from Joel McHale. Yes. Uh, on the new Tiger King episode. Big on, announcement. On Netflix, and he's shirtless, <laughs> wearing a cowboy hat, <laughs> and on his, uh, right below his belly button, yeah. he is sharpied in as a tattoo that says Netflix. Oh it's my God. great. It looks like the guy, John, who was the husband, uh, that said, you know, had the property of uh, of Joe Exotic. Uh, so let's hear a little clip of this. Here we go. Hi, I'm Joel McHale. There's a documentary series on Netflix called Tiger King. I highly recommend watching all seven episodes. On April 12th, Netflix will release an eighth installment called The Tiger King and I. It's an after show hosted by me. I talked to a lot of people involved in the project. 
to see what's happened in their lives since the release of the series. And he talks to the majority of the cast. Yeah, like a lot, everybody. a lot of people. I don't know if he gets... I, th- I think he does get Jeff Lowe on there. Yeah. I, I don't know if he gets... Um, Carol. Uh, no, not Carol. Uh, uh, Doc. Doc yeah. Antle. I'm not sure he talks to him, but he talks to Saf, who we had on the show yesterday. Right, right, right. Great. Uh, but uh, d- does anybody... Anybody know what time stuff like that debuts? Like at midnight, will they pop that on? And they'll, they'll, be usually, they'll usually pop it fairly early. Okay. You know, so I guess... I want to watch it on Sunday when it <laughs> comes out. I want to watch it the second it comes right. out. The thing to do, so if you haven't as of yet, and I know, I'm trust, we, we've said from the beginning, we were resistant to, you know, getting into these things. Yeah, me. But, I, but, it, but it's, it's well worth your time. Watch it. Have it lead up to this because this is basically uh, the talking dead for Tiger yeah. King. Yeah. Doc Antle put out some... I don't know, like like some interview that I don't know if he did it or somebody else did it, but it was basically all about him and how um, their op- operation is legit and, you know, they don't mistreat the animals. But it was this like <laughs> very buxom uh, Latino woman. And of course. Was, she, was she like the reporter that was asking the questions? No, or she was. No, it was who they were speaking to. One of his like, harem? And like they didn't even address really who she was, and yeah. and no, she was saying she visited there. So oh. I don't think she was one of the women that like it was so bizarre. I watched part of it. And I'm like, this is going nowhere. I don't understand what's happening right now. Well, By the way, we, I'm sorry to interrupt. We yeah. we got an email from uh, someone around this area. Yeah. That, uh, yes. So Jeff Lowe, who if you if you've seen the uh, the documentary, then you know. In the show, it shows him and his wife going through a catalog <laughs> looking for the nanny who will be the nanny to their child when they eventually had it. And apparently they picked one, and it's a girl from this area. She's from Bucks County. Yeah. She's and from Ben Salem. She's really, you know, stunning, super hot in yeah. that way, in that kind of mm-hmm. Instagram model way. Uh, and, uh, yeah, she's from the area and I guess, I guess they're together. I don't know. Well, so I went to her, I watched some of her, I clicked on that link. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with this, like, but I clicked on her link and I watched some of the videos that she had on there because she had a lot of like Instagram stories from Tiger King. She went to that zoo and she was with Jeff Lowe and all that kind of stuff. And you can kind of hear them. She's like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm the nanny. Like, I think it's a joke. I think it's oh, clearly. he hired her as a model. She came to the zoo, took pictures, some videos, and they posted it. Like it was pretty obvious. No, I I, I want someone with legitimate nanny skills. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, Tyler Cameron says that a fan showed up with a s- suitcases and her dog to join his quote quarantine crew. Huh. Uh, the Instagram story, he vented and said, uh, "I can't make this up. My brother just called me and told me there's a lady outside our house." We have no idea who she is. She has her dog in two suitcases, and she's trying to join the quarantine crew or something. This is out of control. Uh, Later, he asked fans to respect his privacy, saying, I'm not that cool. I'm not that talented. I got dumped on television. There's so many cooler people. Find something better to do with all of this. Come on, people. I'm trying to maintain Ovaltine. Uh, the Bachelorette alum has been isolating with fellow Bachelorette alum Hannah Brown, yeah. who he may or may not be together with. And now with pals Matt James, Kate Dooley, Olivia Faria, <laughs> Jacob Lamb. The legends. Molly Fortmeyer and his brother Ryan Cameron. <laughs> yeah. uh, Bachelor Nation maestro Chris Harrison is gunning for Tyler and Hannah, though, along with their vocal fan base. He told people, look... Uh, the, here's the great thing about them. I don't want to put any more pressure on them because Hannah's been through the ringer and Tyler is a wonderful man. He's a really good guy. If and they so end, smart. If they end up together, man, kudos to them. 
I love them both, and I want them to find love. And if it turns out that it's the two of them, that's amazing. Uh, and if they get married, hey, I'll be either standing between them, officiating the ceremony, or I'll be right there in the front row. I wonder how uh, Chris has managed to do this, to sort of... Because he, he never really catch... He's, he navigates it without ever seeming... He's he does it with sort of tongue in cheek, and the yet paycheck st- helps. The paycheck helps, but I mean, he's still you know his own persona is not like he, he's not sucked into the um, to the crap. He just kind of can maintain that removed observer thing. I don't know how the hell he does it, but he's managed to do it. Yeah. All right. So moving on to uh, a few of the other celebs in the world and what they're doing amid the uh, pandemic. Uh, Georgia and Amal Clooney have donated more than a million dollars to six specific causes. Uh, $250,000 each to the Motion Picture and Television Fund, the SAG After Fund. That's us. Thank you, George. Uh, and Los Angeles Mayor's Fund, plus 300000 to three international charities, Lebanese Food Bank, Lombardo Italy Region, and the NHS. Uh, Taraji P. Henson announced that she is raising money uh, with her Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation to give uh, teletherapy to at-risk African-American communities. Uh, Irish YouTuber, somebody I'm not familiar with, Sean McLaughlin, I don't follow all the YouTubers, uh, who is known as uh, Jack Septic Eye. He has 23.6 million subscribers, raised about $1.7 million for the World Health Organization, United Way Mm. Worldwide, and Comic Relief, and a telethon uh, that brought together influencers and celebs. That's pretty amazing. That's great. He's a gamer. Okay. Okay. I thought he was. $1.7 million. Wow. A gamer. (laughs) Uh, and the latest joined Lady Gaga, Ryan Reynolds, Blake Lively, Angelina Jolie, Tyler Perry, a whole bunch of them who are donating uh, millions to the fight against coronavirus. I spoke to my mom yesterday. You know, she's laid up in bed, and she was just going on about uh, Tyler Perry yesterday. Ah, uh, there you oh, go. Yeah. yeah. Person. She, 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 goes, um, she goes, did you hear that he paid for all the groceries at a store for these people? I go, Mom, it was 44 stores. She's like... What? <laughs> I just thought it was one store. Oh, that's that was that's, that's awesome. And I was like, yeah. And then in New Orleans, he did like 25 stores where she's from. She was just blown Chris, away. how many stores have you paid for? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, that's very cool. Yeah, so word got to her. She loved it. Hey, I, did she, you just, s- she just loves those Medea movies. <laughs> <They're, about>. Boo <laughs> 2 is the one to mm-hmm. see. Uh, are you going to send her that grand pad? That, uh... I, I was just looking at it last night. Yeah, I yeah. need to do a little more research. Right. But I, I think I'm, I might do that. I got to got to check and up getting that set up. Um, for those who loved Mad Magazine, uh, this is sad news. Artist Mort Drucker. Yes. Uh, whose instantly recognizable TV and movie caricatures were a beloved 55-year Mad Magazine staple that include parodies such as Botch Casually and The Sum Dunce Kid, uh, Rosa Mia's Boo Boo, <laughs> The Odd Father, The Way We Bore, Star Black, and how lame is Earl died Wednesday at his home in Woodbury, Long Island. He was ninety-one years old. So he his was, stuff was great. It was great, and uh, uh, there was he uh, pasta would somehow end up into a lot of his titles. So <laughs> Pastagus, two thousand one, a space pasta. Right. So, uh, but um, yeah, I used to love those movie parodies. That was the main mm-hmm. when you would go um, when you get the issue. The first big thing would always be the parody. They were the longest yeah, yeah, by yeah. far. It was the longest uh, it had the most pages right, usually right. Those, uh, those parodies did. So they were they were chunky in the uh, in the issues. He was recognized for his artwork with the NCS features 
uh, Special Features Award, the Rubin Award, and the induction in, and induction into the Hall of Fame. Uh, Drucker, whose illustrated targets included the famous of all sorts from Hollywood to Washington, D.C. and beyond, began cartooning in the late 1940s, at one point in the early 50s, joining the staff of what would become uh, the D.C. Comics Publishing Company. He was one of the first, he's one of the first guys, Preston, who incited me to, to pick up a, a pen and no draw, kidding. yeah. I loved his stuff. He was hired at Mad Magazine in 1956, and by the early 1960s, his movie and TV parodies, uh, they'd eventually totaled more than 200, uh, had become a regular feature of the iconic satirical periodical. Kevin Smith said in a tweet, Never met Mort Drucker, but as a mad fan throughout my childhood, his name loomed as large as any superstar of the 70s. The man shaped my sense of humor and my worldview. Thank, yeah. thank you, Mort, for the laughs. And also for always giving me something to look forward to as a kid. He was, uh, his, he was doing straight up satire that you know of a kind that wasn't being done a lot. Uh, his Star Wars parodies became classic sci-fi, uh, uh, you know, just ephemera, and yeah. uh, earning high praise from even George Lucas, who called Drucker. The Leonardo da Vinci of comic satire. <laughs> and Lucas had been a fan even before Star Wars. Uh, the director had hired Drucker to illustrate the film poster for American Graffiti. Yes, so he's that's the one right. Who, he's the one who did that, Nick. Do you know the story about uh, Lucas's lawyers and Empire Strikes Back? No. Uh, so I read his obituary this morning, Mort Drucker's obituary this morning, and when uh, Mort Drucker did a parody of Empire Strikes Back when it came out in 1980, and unbeknownst to Lucas's lawyers, Lucas was a fan. So Lucas's lawyer sent a cease and desist to Mad Magazine saying that they had to destroy all the frames that Drucker had drawn, had to destroy the prints. Uh, but before they sent that uh, cease and desist to Mad Magazine, George Lucas had sent a, a letter to Mort Drucker saying, I love this, this is phenomenal. So Mort Drucker <laughs> wrote on the letter... That's funny. Lucas seems to be a fan and sent it back to the lawyers, <laughs> oh. and that was the end of the that. That was it. They, oh, they dropped great. it after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What a talent uh, and a long, uh, productive life. He was 91 years old. Saturday Night Live will return with some changes. The show hasn't aired a normal uh, episode since Daniel Craig's episode on March 7th. Uh, but on Saturday the 11th this weekend, the show will go on with original content produced remotely by cast members who will still be practicing social distancing. Uh, and I think this can be interesting. Uh, one of the planned segments is Weekend Update. Other than that, I really don't know much about uh, what they're going to be doing. Uh, so, interesting. I mean, they're all in New York right now. Yeah, so, yeah. 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 Uh, Florence Pugh is over all the feedback she's getting from her relationship with Zach Braff. Huh. The, he's 45, she's 24, by the way. Uh, she said in an Instagram story on Monday, I posted, pew, a, pew, pew. I posted a photo in honor of Zach's birthday, and I wrote a birthday message underneath. Within about eight minutes of the photo being posted, I had about 70% of the comments hurling abuse and being hard and basically bullying someone on my page. Yeah, that's the way it works. It is the first time in my entire Instagram life that I've had to turn off the comments on my page. I've never been an Instagram page uh, that encourages that. I will not allow that behavior on my page. I'm not about that. It makes me sad during this time when we really all need to be together. We need to be supporting one another. We need to be loving one another. Pew is right. She said, the world is aching, the world is dying, and the few of you decided to bully for no reason. Pew! So that's according to Pew, Florence Pew. Uh, Jessica Biel's son, uh, Silas, is celebrating his fifth birthday at home, covered in Legos and birthday cakes, she reports. 
Uh, she celebrated her own 38th birthday last month in isolation with Justin Timberlake. A PJ party and a cute cake. No, that's adorable. <laughs> a cute cake. Uh-huh. A cute cake. In honor of Silas's birthday, she and Timberlake are supporting Save the Children and Feeding America who are doing so much good work to keep kids and families healthy and fed during this time. So I know this is another Jessica, but since we are on the topic of Jessica's in mm-hmm. one way or another, did you see the Jessica Alba video she posted on her Instagram of her doing that TikTok dance that's all the rage? No. You should see that. Oh, yeah? It's very good. It, it reminds me of um, the uh, Frank Miller uh, Sin City. Oh, get out. There's a little bit of that in there. Okay. Yeah. It's a good thing. Uh, speaking of birthdays and so on, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow found a way to celebrate her son Moses's 14th birthday while also respecting social distancing guidelines. Uh, the 47-year-old hit up her Instagram story to show her parade of two cars with his friends in it, uh, decorated with paint. So uh, he has two friends? Uh, that's all that came by for oh, Okay, us. all right. So, uh, with paint, his pals held up posters and wished him well from uh-huh. afar. Uh, she said he is the kindest little man, and he's 14. Little man, stop at the little man thing. Ma, I'm he's, shaving. Ma. Right. He's the kind. Look at that. Is, oh, is that Elmo? <laughs> <laughs> Ma! All right, look at this. So what is that? That's pubic hair. Stop it! <laughs> uh, so she wrote, yeah, he is the kindest little man. Little oh, man with a little guy, little pee-pee. And he <laughs> Looks like a little tic tac, little mentos underneath. And he has the most unique way of looking at the world and expressing himself. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Uh, and it was alongside pictures of him, of him smiling, skateboarding, and singing. Oh, look, your uh, aunt sent you a bunny suit. Go put it on. <laughs> uh, she wrote, "Mosey, I could not be more proud of you in every way." Mosey, Mosey, Mosey. <laughs> you conquer. Well, why don't you mosey on over? Uh, you con- I was thrilled to be at your birthday party, Mosey. Uh, you conquer all you set out to do. You never quit. You are immensely talented and a great friend, she wrote. Look, so. Mosey, two friends. Moses is a big name to live up to, by the way. It sure is. You know, so. Let's, well, what dude, can you do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's also people named Jesus out there. You I know, know? But, like, but generally, yeah, yeah. I, I know, but... Um, Moses was flashier. Moses was yeah. like uh, he was. He was. He's the superhero of the Bible, pretty much. Yeah, you know, he Casey, was the Tiger that, King of the biblical heroes. <laughs> you remember that basketball player, God Sham God? God Sham God. Yeah, I think he played in Detroit or something like that. I always thought that that was a, an aspirational name to give a child. God. God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or Yahweh. Uh, all right. Uh, one more thing. Speaking of Tiger King, Fox is getting in on the gravy train. With a special produced by TMZ Investigating, the subjects of the Netflix docuseries. Uh, the special hosted by TMZ head uh, Harvey Levin is titled TMZ Investigates Tiger King, What Really Went Down. It's going to be on Monday, and we'll explore some of the open questions, including whether Joe Exotic is guilty of the murder for hire plot and whether that he is uh, currently serving time in prison for. So my meter right now is still, I'm still... Um... Absorbing and ingesting all of the Tiger King stuff. I wonder when I'll be like, okay, enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right yeah. now well, I'm in the sweet spot. I talked to a guy named Sean who works here in the yeah, offices yeah. yesterday, and he has watched the entire series three times. What? No yeah. kidding. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. He's like, man, and I and I notice something new every single time. I'm like, all it's right. Like, it's like looking at the Mona Lisa. Yeah. yeah. There's always something new to see. But he, I said, okay, well, tell me something that maybe I missed out on. He goes, 
He goes, uh, he was set up. Straight up, he was set up by Jeff Lowe from the from the get go, and uh, and so yeah, he was saying that the the hitman guy and Jeff Lowe are the only people that said that uh, uh, Joe had hired him to to kill Carol okay. Baskin. I I started taking a second trip down. We only made it two episodes in. I'll see if I end up finishing it or not. Right, but it's uh, it's bizarrely compelling. All right, so are we doing this, Casey? Right, yeah. Casey got a we? couple of movie releases. Yeah. So, uh, I, the, you know, obviously the box office is not open, but we mainly want to hear this song. Here we go. All right, so a couple of things put on your radar. Uh, to rent or buy on demand is Trolls World Tour. Yeah! It's uh, Anna Kendrick and Justin Timberlake return in an all-star sequel to DreamWorks Animation's 2016 musical hit Trolls World Tour. I have literally no desire. Now, I know I'm not the target audience, Yeah, but, but um, I do love animated movies. The first one did okay, it, it did, did it not? It did moderately well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in an adventure that will take them well beyond what they've known before, Poppy and Branch discover that they are uh, but one of six different troll tribes scattered over six different lands and devoted to six different kinds of music. Funk, country, techno, classical, pop, and rock. Uh, their world is about to get a lot bigger and a whole lot louder. And a member of Hard Rock Royalty, Queen Barb, aired by you. You started to highlight this, and then you I stopped agree because the <laughs> sentence ended. Okay, after Ozzy Osbourne. Anyhow, it's uh, got an eighty-three percent score so far. Really? Yeah, at uh, at Rotten Tomatoes. The so, first one was really cute. I, I was enjoyed it? it. Yeah, it's Justin Timberlake and Anna Kendrick, and they're funny. Um, and I was watching. Um, I was scrolling through Amazon Prime last night, which is where this one's going to be available too. And Steve, maybe you knew know better than I do, but uh, like the way back for. For example, you can only buy it right now. You can't rent these. Yes. Movies, right? So what they're doing is, and here's the model that I believe might be a model that carries forward after um, uh, uh, pandemic Palooza is over, is that you will have the option. For example, I watched The Invisible Man. Uh, you was one viewing is if you're going into the movie theater, you so I paid it was like 19 bucks. Yeah. And uh, oh, so you don't have it for a day. You get you, one well, shot. You, you at ha- it? I think you have it maybe for a. a uh, I don't know if it's a day or one viewing. Okay. So you can pick the time, but I think that's how they're going to um, regulate it, Nick. So if it's a movie that's of interest of you for of, for you like this, and four or five people are going to be watching it, and you can catch it at home, that might be an option from here on in. All right. Okay. And then uh, one more movie to mention: Miles Davis, Birth of the Cool documentary. Uh, that's out. You can watch it on Netflix, by the way. So it's basically like Trolls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, visionary, <laughs> innovator, and originator who defied categorization and embodied the word "cool," a foray into the life and career of musical and cultural icon Miles Davis. It's a ninety-three percent. Wow. On Tomatoes. Which which is interesting. I, I spoke to somebody the other day who saw it. As David was sick and in of the uh, the Hooters. He he told me it was fantastic. Um, but <laughs> something to keep in mind about Miles Davis: not a nice guy. Oh, really? A lot of stories. Yes, a um, lot of stories of a lot of abuse. crappy things. Yeah, I mean, like abuse. From yeah. what I understand, now, I don't know if they're covering that. The music is definitely worth respecting, and uh, and his contribution to to jazz. Uh, but uh, from what I heard, he was a uh, kind of a nasty guy. So, but anyhow, it's a documentary. It's out. If you want to watch it? It's on Netflix. Uh, do we have clips? Yes, we do. So exciting! 
All right. Uh, well, Trolls World Tour. Oh, we get more trolls. Uh, takes characters Poppy and Branch in a new direction from the first film. In this clip star, Justin Timberlake describes how their relationship differ, uh, differentiates in the sequel. Branch and Poppy's relationship has changed a little bit. It took the whole first movie to sort of bring Branch out of his shell. And now I think he's exploring some feelings with Poppy that he's never really felt before and trying to find a way to tell her. Shut the f*** up! <laughs> Trolls, World, <laughs> Trolls World Tour is now available on demand. Next clip. Middle class Baker falls for an international superstar in The Baker and the Beauty. In this clip star, Lisa Vidal talks about how she wanted her character, uh, Mari, to be on the show. Here it is. I wanted to play Mari Garcia, very young-spirited. She's a very passionate mom, and she's very protective, and she's sassy, and she was a showgirl, and she sings, and she just loves life. And yet, she's all heart. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, the series premiere of The Baker and the Beauty is Monday at 10, and that is on ABC. And that's all I got for you in the entertainment rundown, folks. For a Friday with uh, the sun out, Preston? Oh, yeah. Nice I love little it. sunrise going on yeah. here. Yeah. It's look. It's it's going to look really nice out. A little bit cooler today. Windy as well. So keep that in mind if you're heading out the door. You know what? If you're working from home, don't put on your formal pajamas. Put on your regular pajamas. Yeah, your casual stuff will work. By the way, no MMR rock refund uh yeah. today it is it's good friday it's a company holiday so we are suspending that we'll do a return next week however daily rush madness does continue you'll have the weekend to vote on the championship when we get back i'm going to reveal who those two videos are what, oh my god what two videos those are and how you vote and so on and we're doing also the ask me anything session and a few other things through the course of today's program so hang out with us we'd love to have you we'll be back in just a moment Back in the olden days, about five years ago, your only options to keep listening to WMMR when you got home would be to drive your car into your living room or turn on something called a radio. But now, through modern technology, the smart speaker that's secretly collecting data on you... What did you say? ...can also stream WMMR. Just tell Alexa or Google to open MMR, and magically we'll come streaming into your home. Plus, it may help distract your device from becoming self-aware. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush And then there were two. Oh, boy. This is it. The championship of Daily Rush Madness. And I am here to reveal who is moving on to the final round. Yesterday, we had the final four. It was intern Ben as a cheater against Barjmir. And we had Pierre Hates the Pina Colada song against Fart Fart. So I want to go ahead and wrap up all this right now. Our winner yesterday between Intern Ben and Bajmir. Intern Ben is a cheater, is going on to the finals. Wow. 52% of the vote. That's Just a close one. Barely. And I really wanted Bajmir to win. But listen, the Intern Ben video is hilarious. Hilarious. And by the way, that was, that was hilarious. That was flip flopping all day long. I had tweeted out last night, probably around 7 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, hey, get your final votes in. And at that point, Intern Ben was a cheater, um, was losing 52% to 48%. Okay. 
And then the same percentage in the final matchup, 52% went to the winner between Pierre Hates a Pina Colada song and Fart Fart. Moving on to the championship of Daily Rush Madness. Fart Fart. Yes! Oh, no. Pierre was beat by farts. By gas. (laughs) It's the worst scenario for Pierre. He hates fart jokes. Well, now we have the matchup between intern Ben as a cheater and Fart Fart. So we want to play the the clips. Are we ready to go? Okay, sorry. Mm -hmm. So here we go. This is, uh, I guess, intern Ben as a cheater. Here we go. For a month, every student (laughs) had to handwrite all their code. Because oh, we were cheating. That's crazy. That's all little symbols. We had to write all of it. Then we had to type it up. And I was pissed because I wasn't cheating. I was the one actually doing it right. Because this, all the is other students were. <laughs> this is absolutely outlandish. Take outlandish. you outside and kick your ass. How long did it take to take a test like that? Well, for what would take five minutes on the computer was yeah. about 25 on the paper. Jesus. <laughs> Swizzle them or whatever. Just you have to talk through them. Uh, so just keep this talking. This is the goddamn dumbest thing I've ever heard. But it's it, goddamn ridiculous. It all symbols and intense stoppage. <laughs> Preston, get yourself together. I can't. Steve, Steve being outrageous man is killing me. Oh, this is an outrage. All right, so... That's facing off against this video, Fart Fart, and here it is. I like it. <laughs> what was the, there's a fart at the I end. don't know where the fart came from, but I love it. <laughs> that Play is... that at regular speed, right. please. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy fixes oh, she's like, it's, It boggles my mind how you still find it this funny that the three of you can't contain yourself. All right, so you have the entire weekend to vote against those two. Is it going to be intern Ben or is it going to be fart fart? Watch both videos mm-hmm. in their totality because the truth of the matter is uh, you you need to. They both run longer mm-hmm. than normal videos, and they both have a lot of extra stuff we haven't played. You can go to PrestonSteve.com and do that, and we hope that you do. By the way, somebody texts in and says, how did Steve's Google commercial not get in the contest? I don't remember Steve's What's the Google, Google commercial? Commercial. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, There's so many of them. I mean, but, we, but have, that, we have videos that pop up every day. Yeah, Nick? Was that from this year's uh, Super Bowl recap? Steve was making fun of the uh, the Google <gasps> oh my uh, video God. from last year. Yeah, it's, it's great. And it's a really hard warming so, video. The- it was the, the elderly gentleman asking to see pictures oh, of his yeah. wife oh, and so yeah. on. <laughs> That's a good call. <laughs> that was a good right. one. I forgot about that. Did it not make it in at all? Maybe maybe the time constraints or something? It might, it might have been the time. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Marissa's <laughs> kind of nodding at that. That was hilarious. Well, you got to figure, um, we, <laughs> we, um, <laughs> we ranked everything by the amount of views, and that thing has not been around long enough. That's true. Get, so, uh, honestly, it, it is an. It's. I don't want to say it's an arbitrary decision that ends up with uh, with the, the the rankings. It is based on some data, but the but in many <laughs> cases things can fall through the cracks. I I, I totally oh, forgot that Google I, thing. I remember that. <laughs> and you it's just completely started asking wrong. to see all these perverted things, these videos of your wife giving oh, you. Up. Uh, I don't. I have no idea if we still have that or not, but who knows. Uh, anyhow, the voting is up, and uh, please let us know which you think uh, what you think the champion should be. Uh, yesterday, kind of later in the show, we had a little bit of breaking news. Kathy had let us know that uh, was this yesterday, or the day before that yesterday. schools, yeah, that schools officially 
uh, in Pennsylvania are done for the year. That's it. They uh, they're, they're going to it's they're just going to be done from home. So no more going back to school. We were kind of figuring. I think watching the news yesterday, Preston, and, and they were talking to various parents. Uh, half of them were sort of, or a lot of them were sort of prepared for this. A lot of them are like, yeah. oh no, I know. I know. And I, and I'm curious as to how people have been holding up. Uh, as far as being the teacher now, or or before, now at least they're they're you're able to uh, do some video uh, work with school, and they're doing it different in different schools. But if you've had to turn into teacher all of a sudden, would love to hear how that's going, especially how stupid you feel uh, trying to teach maybe a high schooler. Oh my god! Oh how my so? Look at it this way, and, and there are multi levels to this whole question about. Be doing this now. It's, this is virgin territory for a lot of people. People have been homeschooling for a while. But whether you're having your teacher pop up on a, on a Zoom uh, conference or whether you're asked to administer a lot of the curriculum, you had a perfect description, Preston, of trying to teach drums. Oh, yeah. Well. And you you need you need a skill. I, I would be like you. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> when I'm trying to show somebody how to do something technical or something with the computer or whatever and and my wife always has to call me out you know this i don't know this you're right you're right right Uh, okay let's try this i i don't have that skill set that lets people become excellent teachers i'd be horrible 215-263-WMMR is the number if you want to you want to call him but yeah like uh my next door neighbor they have a daughter and she's learning to play drums and at the onset of all this stuff uh, before we were under strict quarantine rules, I went over, helped them set up their drum kit, and started to show her a couple things because she was going to be taking lessons. Well, she can't have lessons now. Yeah, and and I I told my neighbor, I'm like, listen, I'm not a good teacher. I'm, I I I can play, but yeah. I'm not good at, at articulating and and having the patience, patience. to watch someone learn. Because eventually, I'm like, well, you do it like this. I'll play uh-huh. for You're you. You're doing it Just wrong. Do, do it. it like do I'm it. doing. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's terrible, but some people are made for that. They're just great. Do you know who has a disposition that would make them a great teacher? Nick Murphy. Yes, Nick Murphy can take. You have people who will come in and comment on his videos as he's putting them together. Nick Murphy's a, a, the Hiroshima bomb of talent, yeah. and and most of us are just firecrackers when it comes to video. And you go, yeah, we could do that. Yeah, we could try that. Yeah, we could. In other words, where inside he may be going, I wish I could strangle you like you can't mm-hmm. even believe. He has this outward demeanor that makes him a good person for that. Yep. I don't have that. Yep. Well, and you might also be the greatest teacher in the world, but when it comes down to your own kids, they just don't want to listen to you. That's a good point. You oh, little yeah, yeah. sack of crap. I mean, I've uh, I've had to coach my my kids in sports and stuff like that. So how then... do, how do you how do you do that, Casey, when you when you go from dad, regular dad to okay, now I'm your coach. I don't, like um so the thing is in their mind, I never go from dad to coach. I'm always dad. Ah, and that's, yeah, that and that's part of the problem, right? And I and I've and I've tried time and time again to you know I'm like, hey, listen, I, I've seen you in other practices and and I've seen you talk and, and, and interact. I have seen. I've wiped your ass. <laughs> And I've seen you interact with other coaches, yeah. and you don't treat other coaches like that. Right. I'm um, like, I treat you the same as everybody else in this team. Because they can't 
differentiate. Mm-hmm. Kat, you were, you were telling us about a friend of yours who's teaching at home and she, is taking yeah. it very seriously. She's, she's insane. You guys know her. She called into our show once before. Remember um, my college roommate who had the pillows for 30 years? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- yeah. This is her. So she's um, a special education teacher. And so um, she's working from home and she is doing some instruction online for her students. Um, but she has also made her two children students and she makes them go to school every day. So they, um, she makes them raise their hand if they have a question. Wow. While at school. Wow. Um, she has themes each day. So she'll, she kind of did like a career week. Um, and they had to, they had to dress up. Uh, so she's fully doing school with, with these kids and, um, they're listening to her. Kathy, I have to say to me, by my reckoning, that to do that, to have that sort of structure that mimics a regular classroom is probably a super smart way to go. I get, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be effective. Some sort of routine too, right? I mean, because as we talk about, when you work from home, when people have to, like, set set a room off to, uh, to the side that is, quote-unquote, the office, as opposed to the regular house, when you're at school, you should be under school rules inside your house. Yeah, just being a parent isn't enough. You have to change, and your mindset, you have to be a teacher. I, my mom is and, and was a teacher her whole career, and occasionally uh, she would end up as a substitute at the school where I was. And I, I remember my mom being my teacher a few times, and it just was weird. Like, the dynamic automatically changes, and you, you treat a teacher differently than you treat your parents. So uh, I, my heart goes out to you if, you're, if you have to do this at home every day right now because it's just, it's just hard. I'm going to go to some calls, but it says, my husband tried teaching me how to play tennis. I ended up throwing the racket at him within 15 minutes. <laughs> By the way, my, my friend calls uh, her house Mommy Elementary. Mommy Elementary. Mommy Elementary. All right, hang on. Let me go to Eric. You're on the air, Eric. Good morning. Hey, guys. You guys rock. Thanks. Oh! Appreciate it. So you're, you're, hey. are you playing teacher? Dude, it is the most horrible thing in the face of the earth. <laughs> Do tell. I have I have a, a, a five-year-old in kindergarten, and you don't even need to know his work in life. <laughs> They're teaching you to get into college right now. I'm coming from a guy that's used to writing with a pencil and paper and farting in class. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is it, horrible. <laughs> I remember kindergarten as a really basically uh, playtime where they occasionally would mention a letter and a number. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, now right. you're saying they're, they're they're being groomed for Stanford. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you need to be like the smartest kid in the world to be in kindergarten right now. <laughs> so, so are, are you stunned at what you don't know or what you forgot? Uh, uh, what I forgot and don't know. Like, I have a daughter in fifth grade right now, and I help her with hers. Yeah. Forget it. Yeah. Forget it. It's embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> yes, very. All right. Well, good luck to you, Eric. Hang uh, in there, buddy. Uh, yeah, right, you we'll t- see you. You know, I uh, wonder when we're going to get to the point, at least like for me, for a second grader, um, like a lot of the stuff that, that Jace is doing, he learned in school already, right? So um, he's just kind of going over and, and practicing and right. doing things he already knows. But like there's going to be a point before the end of the year where he's learning new curriculum, new, new stuff. Like we haven't reached the, we actually have to teach him something brand new. Okay. Yeah. Good luck. Oh, that's going to go. That, I don't, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, my son has, um, uh, math and he's in seventh grade and he's already doing algebra and he came in, he's like, dad, I don't understand this thing. I'm like, all right, I'm going to take a look at it. Cause I was actually pretty decent at math and algebra. Not bad. I looked at this thing. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need the, 
those words, uh, those words grouped together make no sense to me whatsoever. <laughs> if I do it all for you, then mm-hmm. you're not going to learn. Right, right, right. But it so, was, so, I know was, all this. Yeah. I just don't want you to miss out on the, the joy of experiencing <laughs> oh. discovery. My Be- son's taken Trig. I, I don't even, I, I, I couldn't spell Trig. Trig is a Palin child. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it was um, the numbers uh, spelled out as words. And I, I'm like, I, ha, this, what is, all right, so I, I, I know Who? that, I know that F-O-U-R is, is the number four. Where? What, what am I supposed to do after this? Is there an X involved in here somewhere? <laughs> I just imagine you on the floor with your thumb in your mouth. Uh, yeah. What? Hey, Casey, how did your daughter, Casey, take the news yesterday? Yesterday, you were lamenting, um, uh, breaking it to her. Oh, thanks for asking me because I might get upset again. I'm sorry. Um, listen, my daughter, and, and she's asleep right now, so I'll, I'll talk about this. I don't want to embarrass her, but, like, she is she is a special, special kid. And she got uh, a, an email from one of her teachers talking about how this is so hard on the teacher because, I, I quote, my daughter is in the Hall of Fame of the students that she's ever had, and, and, and she's, like, so – and so – my, I just like I'm just sitting there, and my daughter starts crying out of nowhere. I'm like, "What is what's going on over there?" And then I see the email. I'm like, "Ugh." So like, yeah. So the last two months is going to be really, really good for her. Oh, and yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, let me go to Kate. Hi, Kate. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Kate? Well, I've been homeschooling. Well, I'm not homeschooling. My kids are homeschooling. Yep. I had been working from home, and I walked in the kitchen yesterday. And my daughter was doing math. She's a junior, and my son is a senior. And um, I have never felt more stupid in my life. <laughs> I, I can spell math. <laughs> um, I can add. I can subtract. But they were talking about M over L yeah. times squared. I said, I've never had to use that. I said, I've been out of high school since 1990. I've never had to use that. And that's the truth. Unless you are a mathematician, unless you're doing something that specifically relies on math, and you can't tell your kids like that. You can't put your hand to the side of the face and go, you're never going to use this. Don't no. worry about it. So how? Yeah, you what, don't know. I mean, they throw a lot of stuff at you in right. high school to see if what sticks, essentially. So. What's the structure, Kate? So how are, how are they? Are, are they hopping online and getting like like a, a Zoom class? Or are they getting... Um, the the assignments sent to them what's the structure how are they conducting school they're doing zoom so when i walked in yesterday um, my daughter had her teacher and a couple other students up on her screen at one time okay um it wasn't the whole class and i've never done zoom myself but i i think it was zoom um my son also does the same thing so the worst part about this for me is that they're missing these experiences, and they really miss their friends. And prom yeah. is being postponed. We're voting on how we're going to do prom and graduation. So that all that part all kind of sucks, too. But, yeah, um, but yeah for the, as far as the math, I've never <laughs> felt more dumb in I, my life. I feel you, yeah. Well, and she's talking about a higher-level math. Um, so even with Jace's, it still bothers me to this day. Second-grade math, they do it different than the way we learned it, Dude. especially subtraction. I only and know like, old math. I, right, but I, 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 I don't get it. I mean, of course, I can do if it. If I but give I'm like, you these three chickens and you have two, mm-hmm. like <laughs> also, 
they, the way it's just different Kathy, now. And I'm like, I don't understand why. You, what was wrong with the way we did it? Are you talking about the lattice? Yes. Yeah. See, I, I never even figured it out. I what? Never, what I, you I, use I a salad? I, no, not no, not lettuce. Oh, lattice. Steve. It'd be uh, easier I, if we <laughs> used lettuce, Steve. I never even attempted to try to figure it out because my kids were doing well in math, and I'm like, good. I don't need to learn that. Now. <laughs> right. Oh no, right. no. Wait, wait a second. Yeah. What is lattice? What? What is? I, I never took I the time know. to figure it out. I don't know. Kathy, it's do it's know? a different system. It's just a different system in in how they they do it how they do addition and subtraction and the way it's re- like i mean i went from <laughs> steam space <laughs> from top to bottom you would the way lattice, you would write out lattice the- is like would you, like a fence yeah, exactly. It's it's that pattern. So the, the it, it uses what that is that in this system? We have pictures of lattice. Is that here. like Japanese math? Because I've seen uh, something similar. Japanese math? Yes. Okay. All right. So Maybe there ain't no math like Japanese math. I don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, so I saw. Okay. Okay. minus I don't know, Case. It may have originated in Japan. I'm, I'm not sure where the lattice system came from. So. All right. Yeah. So I, I actually just saw it on some sort of social media. It might have been Instagram or whatever. It was. It's basically. You know, they took two numbers and multiplied them together. And, and they had babies. And they did. No, Steve. Oh. They drew lines that corresponded to whatever numbers. And, and just by however the, the lines intersected gave you the answer. And I'm like. Casey, you're not, you're not far off. It's also known as the Chinese method or the Italian method. So, um, and okay. I just looked this up, but it has the lines through this graph. This, and I, I had no idea what lattice multiplication was or, or lattice math either. But oh my God. I guess it's uh, pretty popular among teachers now. Yeah. All right. Let me go to some more calls. I'm going to go to Danielle. Hello, Danielle. Good morning. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? What's up, Danielle? Well, I have 10-year-old triplets, and they're oh. each in a separate class. And they're not doing the same work, and it's a friggin' nightmare. It's horrible. So what's made you feel the dumbest so far? <laughs> um, math? Definitely math, and I can do fifth grade math. Have you, are you familiar with the lattice system? No, I'm, and I don't want to know it. No. <laughs> like, if I'm the teacher at this point, we're doing it my way. Yeah, my way or the highway. <laughs> That's my school. Exactly. Exactly. So triplets on there, and not even you don't even luck out that they're all the same age. They're all learning different things. <laughs> yeah, like probably at some point it it all syncs up, but not right now in my life. Are you able to hold their attention and have them actually, even though your mom, uh, you know, treats you as if you are the teacher? <laughs> no, <laughs> there's your answer. There, that no. chuckles your answer. I don't even try. I don't even try. Could, do you think you could pull it over if you did like as Kathy's friend did and say, okay, we're going to sit at these chairs in this system and I'm going to come in and when I come in, I'm referred to as Mrs. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and you raise your hand and so on and so forth. Could you get any traction on that approach? You know what? I probably could because um, I'm the heavy parent, but yeah. I'm a nurse. I'm still working full time. Uh, there, oh, yes. Um, okay. There yeah, you go. Yeah. You've got your own issues. Yeah. Well, so we're doing it. All right. All right. Well, God bless you. Hang in there, Danielle. That's another thing, too. Like parents that do still have to go to work mm-hmm. um, and, you know, kids are left to do this on their own. There, you know, there are a lot of kids who are doing this on their own. And, you know, it's going to it's going to be difficult for them. And think about it. when kids go back to school next year. I just I keep thinking about how many people don't have a situation that, say, all of us are in. And these kids are going to go back next year and be so far behind. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, there's a lot of disruptions you may not even think of. I know we've been focusing on a lot of people who, who are, have more time on their hands now. But there's some people that actually have less time on their hands because 
because they are working and teaching at the same time. And working, working, either going out and working or working from home and conducting. Obviously, in Saudi, uh, millions of people now are are, are without work. So there's there, there's looking for work. Nick had told us, Nick, with your son Ben, that you actually feel he has much more work now doing school from home than he was when he was getting that he was getting in regular school. Well, he's got schoolwork and homework, and yeah. so right now they're on spring break, and the reason that they're having spring break was to give the, the teachers a week off, um, but his online uh, classes will resume on Monday. But, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's noticeable, and uh, I had him do a, a book report this week on, on Nelson Mandela just because he wasn't familiar with who Nelson Mandela was. I was like, let's, uh, let's learn about this guy, and we'll, we did it together, and I'm so stupid I couldn't figure out how to open the document that he sent me over Google Docs. <laughs> you so, couldn't open his work. No, he did. He finished it last night, um, but I just, I just wanted to <laughs> point out uh next time i complain about anything uh i am not a nurse with uh 10 year old triplets yeah. so i, I yeah. want to com- commend danielle one more time for uh, her efforts and what she's doing because oh, yeah. uh, god you are a hero danielle that was i am impressed uh i got a text that says i'm 27 from maryland and we learned lattice math when i was 10 so it's not that new so some places have been doing it for a while hang on here i have a uh school psychologist gregory who wants to explain <laughs> why to use lattice uh math and have been hi gregory you're on the air hi good morning hey. listen so i what part of my job is to identify learning disabilities in certain specific academic areas so they're teaching math in a different way to it helps us identify where your strengths are and where your weaknesses are. So this oh. whole lattice this whole lattice thing is to help kids conceptualize math. It's one thing to do it well, I'm fifty years old. So it's one thing to do it like we did it. It was just straight up memorization. But now they want kids to understand what are you doing when you when you're multiplying, what are you doing when you're dividing. So you can really you can really reach all the kids. Teachers can can get to all kids instructional needs. Oh, that makes sense. So you're basically using you're you're allowing them basically when a teacher says, Show me your work, you're allowing them in this process to visualize the work as opposed to you just as you said before, just memorizing why it is. Yeah, yeah, you really should kids should be able to demonstrate well how what is five times whatever. What what is that really? Is, is it just are you memorizing it or do you really understand it? So I, I, if I had to do it via the lattice method, I could not do it. I don't I don't understand how to do it, but I understand why the theoretical underpinnings of why. And, we, oh. why and since since you're a psychologist, all the people that get mentally effed up over the years because of this, you should benefit from the lattice method <laughs> when people are so frustrated that they go start raving mad. So it'll work. No, it, it's I, I, the way you explained it makes sense to me. Then, if you can if you can penetrate more students with a system, that makes sense. I got it. Thank you, Greg. Did you have a question for him, Case? Well, no, no, no. Right, so thanks, I'm man. I'm trying to conceptualize like what lattice math is, and and so Steve, if you did one times one, yes. it'd be like one line. Uh, and and uh, intersects with another line, and there's only one point of contact. So the answer is one. Right. What happens if there's a zero in there? What happens? Then I'm going to bed. I know, right? <laughs> Do you remember when you were uh, when you were younger? And and uh, what Gregory was saying as far as uh, memorization goes, that was part of it as far as math is concerned. Because we used to use they used to use uh, mnemonic devices. Yes. Uh, for us to remember. Chan- basically, times, chance times tables. Yes, yes exactly. And, and, and class one is twelve. 12 exactly, 12 times two is twenty-four. Right. And we, we actually had um, records. Yeah, vinyl records that they would play. That had- I am James Mason. <laughs> Today I'm going to teach you the multiplication tables. <laughs> but before we start that, who's up for a quick little pop? <laughs> 
of Thunderbird. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, they, it, it was they would put them to songs, and you would sing. You know. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, you know, I remember. Off to mathematics land. No, but it was it was just the the <laughs> you know a song for two something. times this is that yes and but but that it was to a melody so yeah. you could you could remember it easily was that a standardized melody because we all I think I I don't remember it I'm it not seemed sure. to be it was sort of the uniform way to teach it yeah. I because re- I I have vivid memories of of that press because we were doing it and I remember in second grade and we used to in, in the the class would get in a circle. And you would have to compete against each other, and they would have flashcards. And Nikki DiTulio, she was my nemesis. Everybody else I would always beat, but every single time they got to Nikki, they would hold up a flashcard, you know, eight times nine. And I'd be like, and she'd be like, 72. I'm like, ah! That gave you the chance to finally say, Nikki, don't lose that number. (laughs) Nikki DiTulio? Yeah. Nikki DiTulio sounds like she would have been the first girl to blossom uh, in... (laughs) No, believe it no? or not, okay. no. She, Remember, man, Nikki, Nikki DiTulio. DiTulio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one plus one is two. <laughs> and she's got two. Yeah. Nikki is a, a beautiful young lady. A beautiful sure she, young lady. She makes a wonderful couscous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hang on a second. I have uh, Caroline who has a tip for Kathy. Hi, Caroline. Good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, Caroline? All right. So my kids are now a little older than Kathy's. They're seven. They're in seventh grade and ninth grade, and I survived math with them when they were in that Common Core nonsense. They would come home and they'd ask for help, and I'd be like, "Here's your answer." But that's not how I. It was awful. It was awful, and it was terrible. It's still awful. I don't help them to this day. Thank God they help each other, and they have friends and devices. But what I learned was you can Google anything. You type that into the browser exactly how it looks on I the know. page and what they're telling you, and it shows up with all the work. And then they can show their work, and you just say, oh, here it is. And they go, oh, all right. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> that is terrible, Caroline. <laughs> it's great for the kids, but. Right, yeah. I have some advice for you. Don't do that. All right. Thank you, Carol. <laughs> you know what? And I, I, listen, I'm I'm not complaining because I, I will sometimes sit down with Jason, do a little work, and if it frustrates me, you know, second grade work, I just say, do you want to go outside? Well, you can do this with your dad later. <laughs> well, well, you're, you're obviously uh, Dennis comes from a, a, a scholastic background. That's his, his, his occupation, so, uh, yeah, so uh, he, he knows he knows the ins and outs of this, right? Yeah, J- and Jace is just fine. He and okay. he is doing the majority of the work with Jace. Yeah, right. All right, let me go to Sean. Good morning, Sean. Hey, you guys rock. Hi, Hello. Sean. Appreciate it. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Yeah, so we have a seven-year-old, and uh, he started cyber school on Monday. He's in first grade, and we get the email. He's excited because he kind of got hit by it. Like, he hit the wall on Friday. Like, it all hit him. Yeah. He misses his class and everything. And, uh, yeah, so we get the information. We sit him down. We're like, Shawnee, you got to do all your work. You can't go outside. All the he's the oldest of three. He's the only one in school, and uh, yeah, he sat there for about five hours, did it all. Really? And then we, yes, well, we got the email the next day saying that was only that was for the entire week, and we made him do. Aww. So you knocked it out in a day. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, there you go. You're, you're teaching him an incredible yeah. work ethic. Just do everything all yeah. at once. Yeah. Yes. So I guess there was miscommunication with a lot of parents. And... Uh, there's got to be a lot of that going on, Sean. Yeah, you're right. You took him all the way through to his senior year in high school. Uh, 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 yeah, exactly. We uh, felt horrible, though. Uh, that's all right. Well, he's, yeah. d- he's done for the week. Yeah. 
You can go exactly. do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. All right, thanks. I just so. read in cold blood, exactly. Daddy. Appreciate it. <laughs> well, and this, so this week was supposed to be spring break for us, and um, Jace knew that. So he was like, it's spring break. I don't have to do work. I'm like, you've been on spring break for a month. <laughs> <laughs> One last call because uh, Derek's been doing this for a while. He and his wife have been homeschooling for quite a bit. Hi, Derek. You're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How hey, you doing? Good. What's up, buddy? Uh, so earlier they were talking about uh, having a place, having right. a time schedule, mm-hmm. definite. Like we have the kitchen set up as like a classroom. We've been doing it for six years. Uh, they get up, they eat breakfast at eight o'clock every day. School starts, and it's ran like school. I mean, mom is mom, but I'm the principal. I'm the heavy. <laughs> And uh, you got to have the schedule. You got to have a schedule. Do during that time frame, does your relationship with the kids change? Has, has it? Have you been able to pull that off? Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, well, I will announce. Okay, principal dad is about to speak. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right. Okay. And you know, the kids will look at me like, because you know, they, mom's a bit of a pushover. You know, she loves the kids, wants mm. to make them happy, but dad, yo, get done. We got mom, you know, help mom out, get get your schoolwork done, and then you can get your chores done, and then you can go play. All right, so principal dad, real quick, what um, – I got a couple of questions. What what made you guys decide to homeschool your kids to begin with, and, and what sort of qualifications did you guys have uh, prior to this decision? Okay. <laughs> Good news. I guess some scary news. My wife has a degree in marketing, and I'm a construction worker. Uh, okay. we, moved, we moved about six years ago. And uh, my son was just ready to get in kindergarten. We kind of spaced on signing him up for kindergarten, so we missed it. My sister-in-law homeschooled her kids, told my wife, it's not that hard. Just homeschool kindergarten. How hard is it? My wife, my kid liked it, so she kept doing it. And my second child got to school age. We jumped him into it. He actually skipped the grade because he just was working with his older brother. He wound up picking stuff up and... My middle son now skipped the grade. Uh, my kids are seven, nine, and eleven. So, Derek, so so the, t- your experience has been that they're they're actually um, they're absorbing the stuff like sponges. Uh, how, how do you? I assume you have to take some sort of standardized test to assess where they are in their academic career, right? I mean, you you're not just guessing. Hey, we're just gonna. Hey, it seems like you should be in third grade now. No, no. Every year they have a review with the state. Uh, education board okay okay they they sit down with a person and then my wife has to bring in the projects that they've done throughout the year and book reports and you know wow okay you know you build the dioramas and stuff like that and you know they have to bring it in and show him and they do a review and he gives them a test and they pass into the next year. Wow wow okay well good for you man all right there is a lot of work involved but if you if you stick these rules down and stick with them it will become easy. Look, in the beginning, it was a mess. I'm going to admit, these people, I feel horrible for. Yeah, them. they got to they got to figure out their system. You know, they're, they're diving in head first. Forget yeah. feet first. Yeah, but look, you can do it. Okay, it you should done. start a consulting business right now, Derek. <laughs> yeah, right. You can I do told, it. <laughs> I told my wife. I told my wife she should start a blog. I mean, she's learned a lot of tips and tricks to get them to stay interested and to listen and. But it's it's a huge undertaking. I'm sure. All right, Derek. Thanks for the call, man. We appreciate take, it. Take care, guys. All right. Bye. And uh, Marissa found this piece of audio. Let's see if it's the old multiplication song that, that we remember. Three times seven is 21. Yes. Three times oh seven is 21. Yes. Three times eight is 24. Oh, my God. Three times eight is, is, is 24. This is taking me back, like, to 
third or fourth grade. Three times nine is 27. Three times nine is 27. Three times 10 is 30. Three times 10 is 30. It's a little clarinet in the Now play it backwards. Kill your parents. Kill your parents. Three times seven is 21. Three times 11 is 33. Three times 11 is 33. Oh, my God. That's great. Three times five is 15. Kill your parents. Kill your parents. Three times 12 is 36. Musical multiplication. <laughs> Three times five is fifteen. Kill your parents. <laughs> Preston, do you can you do you know the the preamble of the Constitution because of Schoolhouse Rock? I, I can recite it right now. Yeah, we the people, in order to form a more perfect union, establish uh, justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common uh, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare. To ourselves and our posterity, do ordain as established as the Constitution of the United States of America. That's straight from Schoolhouse, Schoolhouse Rock. Rock. And yeah. I, I could sing it. We the people, <laughs> in order to form a more perfect, perfect union, union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility. He, he, he. <laughs> now recite Tron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because my son had to learn it uh, just a couple of months ago. And for some reason, the schoolhouse rocks wasn't like cool enough for him. What? I know, I know. So then it's I dated. It's, it's, it's older. What was it? What, what's the word busted? Or what was he saying? No uh, booty. Uh, booty. It's uh, totally uh, booty. Oh, this is so booty. Dad. <laughs> booty. It's it's totally so, this booty. is trash. Yeah. Uh, so I did find other things on the internet. Uh, you know, like rap versions of the uh, of the yeah. preamble. That All were, right. Yeah. So, okay. Um, yeah. I it's guess. out there. If you can find if you can find a way for that stuff to penetrate musically. You should use it, man. I couldn't. It's all about the penetration. Yeah, yeah. it is, musically. <laughs> I right. couldn't remember, like, the circulatory system, so I created a song for that one. Pum, 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 your blood. Did I sing it for you? You already? did one oh, okay. time. Yes, exactly. All right. Uh, thank you for the calls. We appreciate it. we got to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get to the beat file. Uh, no rock refund today. Just giving you a heads up on that. But we do have the finals of the Daily Rush uh, championships, and I will tell you who those two competitors are if you missed out on it earlier. Stay with us. We'll be right back. In these difficult times, MMR reminds you, social distancing doesn't mean you can't still be social. Good morning, my neighbors! Connect with us on your favorite social media platform today. After all, since we're going to be here a while, let's make the best of it together, but safely, because we don't know where your timeline has been. Oh, my God. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So we have our final two for Daily Rush Madness, and I, I must admit I was a little sad that uh, Bajmir uh, didn't beat Intern Ben, but, you know, then I reminded myself, no sad, bro. No sad, bro. It's Friday. <laughs> yeah. And so... It's a papal decree. Yeah, so it's Intern Ben is a cheater against Fart Fart. That's, those are the two that you voted for <laughs> that are in the championship. You'll yeah. have the weekend to vote, and then Monday will reveal the champion. Watch them both if you haven't. Uh, or, or if you haven't watched the whole video, you need to because there are two of our longest videos and there's a lot of content. Make your decision. Yep. Uh, so that's available at PrestonSteve.com. Right now we need to do this. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Final. 
Brought to you this morning by God Shawls. God Shawls, fully cooked turkey bacon is six months uh, shelf stable, ready to eat, and needs no refrigeration. Each serving has six grams of protein, making it great for sandwiches, camping, and family preparedness. It's available at Wise and Acme. So we're going to go with this. After declaring the social distancing rules were getting out of hand, a customer yesterday forcefully coughed on a store cashier and announced that he, quote, goes up to people wearing masks and does the same thing to them. So now we're going to get these freaking stories every goddamn day Every day, these lunatics. I have several in this stack of stories here, and I'm going to try to, you know, spread them out a little bit. But it's, listen, this is the... Majority of things that are going on. Yeah, that are weird. Yeah, yeah. Investigators allege this is in Florida, mind you. Investigators allege that Christopher Canfora, a 49 year old paramedic, by the way, uh, yeah, intentionally coughed on a female employee at a tool store near Orlando. He uh, approached cashier Amanda Puig and uh, commented on tape markers placed on the ground to ensure that patrons stayed six feet apart. Uh, Puig told cops that. Uh, Canfora remarked, this is getting out of hand. This is why everywhere I go, I cough behind everyone with a mask. He then allegedly coughed on her and all over the register where he was standing. Uh, She told police that after coughing on her, he stated that he was uh, going to be on his way to do this again at a Winn-Dixie supermarket. I'm going down to the Winn-Dixie and do it all over again. A store manager told police that she initially heard Canfora laughing and making fun of the boxes on the ground to practice social distancing and then observed him coughing all over the counter. And he's a paramedic. Yeah, using a store receipt for Canfora's purchases, police went to his house and tracked him down. And uh, he said that he, quote, did not recall having an altercation at the tool store. (laughs) He added that he was very happy-go-lucky. Yeah. After being placed under arrest, he told cops that he did not expect anyone to understand his sense of humor as he and his partner choke around at his work frequently. Listen, he's got a very evolved sense of humor that not everyone's going to get, Preston. Yeah, he told police that he works for a private ambulance company. Uh, He told police he did not have symptoms associated with the coronavirus, which uh, charged... Uh, but he was charged with aggravated assault, so you Has can't any one of these, do that now. Any one of these lunatics you reported on, no one in any story you, I can recall tested positive. No. Yeah. Not not that I've seen yet. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen anybody who is actually sick. They're just yeah. being a D-bag. Right. That's but if it doing. doesn't matter to the person who's being coughed on, exactly. the result is the same. Now, here's a great story. Uh, and I, I put it in the bizarre file just to ensure that we would get to it. Because sometimes I have stories that we never get around to. But this woman named Jennifer Knox, she has a restaurant called The Sandbar. It's in Tybee Island, Georgia. It's quiet. No customers or employees in sight right now, obviously, because of the lockdown. So she sat in her empty bar and looked around. She realized that there was an opportunity to help her now unemployed staff. She said, we're sitting sitting there, doors locked, and I'm like, uh, there's money on the walls, and we have time on our hands. we got to get this money down. So here's the deal. For nearly 15 years, patrons have been leaving their mark on the island bar by writing on a dollar bill and stapling it on the walls and the ceilings. You've seen places yeah. oh, like yeah. this before. yeah. She just celebrated her sixth anniversary of owning the bar. She worked as a bartender there for seven years before outright owning it. She said, I can't just sit here and do nothing uh, of her decision to take down the dollar bills and try to help her employees. She said, I'll do what I can for my people. So over the next three and a half days, five volunteers took on the tedious task to help gently take down the weathered money. They had to remove all these staples. Uh, some bills had dozens of staples in them, by the way. Uh, some of the currency came from countries across the globe. But after the bills were taken down, it took about a week and a half to clean them off and get them counted. There were $3,714 that they collected. Wow. And the stacks of bills stretched in piles across the entire bar countertop. 
After hearing about our act of giving back, several customers donated to the cause, and in total, Knox was able to distribute $4,104 to her staff, four bartenders, and two musicians. Each were given $600. That's awesome. God, that's awesome. Isn't that great? Yeah. And a, a good reminder just to mention again the list of, uh, of uh, businesses, local businesses on uh, WMMR.com where you can go to take out and support some of the stuff they, they offer as well because obviously we're looking to get across this bridge. Yep. A woman accused of hitting her boyfriend with part of a vacuum cleaner in a drinking dispute got locked up. What part? Uh, I would assume it's, you know, the... the I, well, I don't know. I mean, are they all... Do they even make the ones now with the... the Canisters? The, the tube, uh, you know, yeah, that, yeah, that you yeah. can remove and... Uh, I know Fishman sings into one or plays one yeah. on stage. But, I mean, even the Dyson has, like, the little thing that you can okay. take out. Yeah. So, the case of the 32-year-old lady allegedly uh, <laughs> alleged to have employed part of a vacuum as a weapon during an imbibing happened in Fort Pierce, uh, another Florida story. Around 1.30 a.m., deputies went to an address. Man said his girlfriend was drunk and hit him with a piece of a vacuum because he wouldn't let her keep drinking. What the hell? He said the woman took his keys and drove off in his Pontiac. Meanwhile, the man spotted his Pontiac approaching the driveway. The vehicle sped away but ultimately stopped. Deputies took the woman into custody. She denied taking his vehicle or hitting him with the vacuum. F you, woman. I'm going to the Tiger Zoo. But said that she did punch him in the eye. Uh, Investigators found part of the vacuum in the road, and the woman was jailed on charges of battery and grand theft. One last story. A couple in India has named their newborn baby Lockdown. The child was born on Monday. It's just like uh, Kevin Reardon. Yes. yes. Weekends awesome. here. Kevin Lockdown Kevin Reardon. <laughs> uh, the child was born on Monday in a village in India during the country's strict 21-day lockdown. The child's mother said he is he is lockdown, and he was born during the lockdown period. The name is Lockdown. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. I'm the lock and you're the down. I know that doesn't make sense, but I got the COVID-19. <laughs> Uh, his father added, uh, my son and our family will remember this time of crisis throughout our life. It is a significant time. The whole world is using the lockdown as a means to stem the pandemic. We should not take lockdown lightly. So they named their kid Lockdown. You know what? One more story. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's a name as well. A newborn baby has reportedly been named after two things, the coronavirus pandemic and the late, great Kobe Bryant. According to a Twitter post, a woman has named her newborn child COVID Bryant. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Twitter user Nina Coyoza shared the news, writing, saw a message where one of the maid's daughters gave birth last March, uh, and you'll never guess what they named their newborn child, COVID Bryant. I just took my, t- I took two things. I took my favorite dessert, pudding, and one of the worst people of all time, Hitler. So this is my daughter, pudding Hitler. Pudding Hitler. All right, and there you go. That's what I Why have. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? The bizarre file for you. All right, we're going to break. We'll come back in a second. When we return, we answer your questions. Oh. You asked, we answer. It's the Ask Me Anything segment of the Preston and Steve radio program. Uh, we we had just sent in these questions for the entire show and also individual members of the show. And we're going to find out the answers when we get back. Am I giving away one of these? Yeah, why not? How about some beer? Let's take caller number 10, and I will give you a case of Sly Fox Volpulin IPA. <laughs> Citra and Mosaic Hops provides notes of stone fruit and mango. Easy drink and IPA must for your quarantine stockpile. And you can order your favorite bites and brews at slyfoxbeer.com. Available for pickup at all Sly Fox locations. So caller number 10 will set you up. Got to be at least 21. We'll be back in a moment. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. 
Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So Marissa Magnata had a wonderful idea and she wanted to let us pose or have you pose questions to us on the Preston and Steve Show. Anything goes, whatever you wanted to ask. And we have compiled a whole stack of questions from you. There's no way we're going to be able to get to all of them. We're probably only going to scratch the surface this morning. But it's pretty interesting to see what people were curious about concerning our radio program. If you spent... Uh, a lot of time with us, then hopefully you feel like a part of the family. And like that, you do want to know the deep, dark secrets and interesting things uh, that we have to to say. So we had um, overall questions concerning the entire show. And then we have individual questions for each member of the show. So we're going to we're going to kind of go through. I thought maybe we'd do a couple of show questions and then go around and do a few questions with each member of the show and then and then wrap it up with the whole show question. Take it out for a spin. A lot of times we, we you know people say they'll, they'll contact, us, contact us with the questions we're like, "Oh, we should do that. We should do that." And uh, we never do it. Well, now we're doing it. I have a good name for the segment, Preston. Okay. What the f- <laughs> What the up? I love it. I love it. All right, well, let me let me start with uh, some I have all the questions here except for the ones that were posed to me. Yes. Uh, because none of us wanted to see the questions ahead of time. We just want to Yeah. Kind of riff and, and see what's thrown at us and and uh, answer honestly yeah. and, and on the spot. So, I'll do a couple of the uh, the whole show questions. And uh, I'll lead with this one. And some of, the, some of them are like programming questions. Other ones are, you know, personal things. There were or, no restrictions. Yeah, about the business or some of the features. So this one says, do you get paid for appearances? And how come Preston does so few, but the rest of you do a lot, especially Casey and Marissa? So the answer to that is yes. For uh, some appearances, we do get paid. Now, for some promotions that we do... Uh, and charity things, no, we do not get paid. But it's standard in our business to get what's called a talent fee. Yes. And so if you, uh, because a client usually, a um, an advertiser, will buy part of an advertising package that includes an appearance. And so you, as the quote-unquote talent, <laughs> uh, get paid. We always chuckle when we use the word talent yeah. in association with you our You get show. paid a little bit of extra money for that. So, And the reason that I do so few uh, the, with the rest of the crew, the bottom line is, is it just I get I'm tired I, I I getting up I definitely don't do them during the week I rarely do them during the week uh, and it's just uh, for me I find it a bit overwhelming you and feel it impacts your, I, your I performance I need some downtime yeah so okay. so I that's why I don't do as many uh, I was going to use the excuse I have three kids but Casey's got <laughs> three excuse. kids yeah <laughs> and, and he does a lot and I did um, pull back on on doing. Uh, a, a lot of appearances, especially when my kids were younger, and and now that we're not, 
you know, wiping asses and, you know, the kids are pretty self-reliant. Um, Ass-wiping. Ass-wiping and all that sort of, I mean, meals and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, I, I can get out and, and do some more. Because, again, it is extra money. And, and we all kind of have broken off into uh, into things as far as what we, like, for example, I handle virtually every one of the uh, uh, haunted things. Right. That's something you don't like. You legitimately, yep. a lot of times, it just Fs you up. So I'll I'll take that. You'll take some stuff. And we break it up that way. And plus, we did years and years and years of doing multiple a week, <laughs> every week. And after a while, you're like, you know what? I need to take a little break. We're old now. Give We're us a old. Break. Get off our back. Not right. you, Kathy. You're still in your early 30s. That, well, I mean, yeah, that's true. Marissa yeah. and I are still young. How about this one? I like this one. It says, <laughs> so what's the deal? Who chooses the songs you bitches play between segments? And is it a decided as you go thing? Thanks, friends. Oh, by the way, I can mention who said that. By the way, the uh, the Do You Get Paid was from Alyssa. Uh, it says Alyssa Current. Is that okay. her last name? Yeah. Uh, Falls Church, Virginia, originally from Harleysville. Huh. Oh, wow. So this question comes from uh, Bob Havens of Glen Olden. He says, so, yeah, who chooses the songs? Um, well, I can answer that, and Casey can as well. Um, every radio station, every radio station except for maybe college radio, has music that goes through a programming department, and they have music logs, and they've decided what songs get played for the day. Now, there are different formulas per different format, meaning how many songs you have and what rotations they're in, because MMR has such an expansive uh, library, our songs don't repeat that often. You may hear uh, songs that we play a lot a handful of times a day, as opposed to a more top 40 uh, format, which will rotate them every what seems like every hour and a half, every, right. every two hours or so like that. Yeah. So anyhow, um, so we get a, a music log, but we are also fortunate at MMR, and thanks to Bill Weston, he does give us some latitude to put some things in or take some things out as we see fit. We don't abuse that, but uh, from time to time, Casey will pop in some cool stuff. He's like, you know what? I'd rather hear this. And Bill lets us do that. And a lot of times, program directors will not, will not will let not. you deviate from the music log. And we got to thank Chuck D'Amico because Chuck is the guy that schedules the log around here and makes sure that the music flows the way that it should with genres and um, and feels and tempos and artist restrictions. You don't want to play two songs from the same artist or too close together unless it's in a feature like a workforce yeah. block or something like that. And every now and then I'll play a song and Preston will go, don't ever play that song again. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's like, dude, that doesn't fit in the morning. Nope. And, and it also depends on what time of day it is. That's why you won't hear, you know, Five Finger Death Punch or Corn on the morning show. It might be a bit too abrasive for that time of day. So there's a little bit of a science that goes into the music program. Bill and Chuck also, though, allow, uh, like, Pierre gets a lot of latitude. Jackie gets a lot of latitude. Oh, my God, yeah. Jackson has his, his uh, you know, his picks so that you do get a flavor of uh, the DJ's actual musical loves. All right, one more whole show question, and then we'll start going through the uh, the room here. And this is an interesting one, and it popped up a few times. What is the closest you ever came to breaking up slash ending the show, worst fight you've ever had on air? And that is from Brittany in Blackwood, New Jersey. So I don't, the, Steve, and I, I'm, I'm looking, taking a look on your on your face. You're like, I don't ever remember anything I don't like remember. that. Remember one time, and you go going way back to the Preston, Maryland, and Steve days. There was like a, a short time where Casey was thinking about leaving the show. Yeah, and really? and I forgot mm-hmm. why. We came to that. We had a we had a big dust up on air. What was it about? So um, I had had enough. I was. <laughs> um, so we had done this thing where 
uh, I was being reprimanded. Okay, and so. now and, and and mind you, I was the one who came up with the punishment because I, I had a quote unquote potty mouth. So I said, "Hey, why don't why don't you guys wash my mouth out with soap?" Right. Yeah. So we did, and what I didn't realize that the that the lie in the soap was really really bad. Yeah. And um and it like hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, like it I was, mean it's it it. Soap is more corrosive than you think uh-huh. it is when yeah. it comes to soft tissues. And it, in his mouth, he had, like, sores in his mouth. We had wanted that. to yeah. use Clorox. Yeah. And um, and Marilyn, I went a little too far and was calling me a little baby. And, uh. and, and so I had, uh, I had a really, really, I got really mad at that. And then it sort of, um, it lasted a little bit longer, the, the fight did, because I, w- I was really pissed. Started to build. And, and, then, and then Preston and I got into a fight. And Preston told me to leave the studio, and I was wow. defiant. And I said, no. I'm, and you said, leave right now. And I said, no. And then Preston said uh, something like, uh, we're going to take a break real quick. And then, boom, went right to commercial, put the mics down, and then we got into it even worse. Oh and then, and, and listen. And look at us now. Look at us now. Listen, <laughs> Preston's like my best friend here at work. And we got into a major battle, yeah. and I stood my ground. He stood his ground. Dude, it, it happens. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I've gotten in fights with my brothers, and yeah. and I love those guys. You of, know what I mean? Yeah. Of fights or fights averted. I remember yeah. a former producer. Oh, that I had to. T- <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but but I he's don't, not with us anymore. Yeah, right? I he was a douchebag. I don't remember. Um, yeah, th- besides <laughs> normal <laughs> agitations here he and was. there. Case, I'm. I don't really. I per- maybe vaguely remember that whole situation. Listen, I was for me it was definitely a weird time. I was in my early twenties, yep. and and I was um, my soul needed something, yeah. and I don't know what was going on with myself mentally. You had, we had I, a dust I was, up. You and I had a, it wasn't yeah. a bad one, but I remember we had a fight in yeah. the in the basement of Y one hundred. Really? Yes, so I don't remember that one. It, it was it was about. Um, it was about the sh- the showing up late and stuff oh, like that. Okay, and and it was uh, you know and um, I was the opposite. Preston and I were coming in in the dark and leaving you know in the dark because I had no. My wife was up in New York yeah, and I yeah, was yeah. living to try to get the show to work. You know, and uh, and you you know you had a life and family here and so but we were like we were coming at the same purpose from entirely different angles and we butted heads. By the way, people point out a couple of things. There's the yogurt thing between you and I. There was the bowling thing between you and I. Oh, yeah. But that never, ever, no. ever, no, ever jeopardized the show. Yeah, I feel like those, those, those are different. Those, 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 those happen all the time. And like you talk about, Case, like those yeah. happen in families a lot. And that's yeah. sort of like us. I don't think there's ever been a fight, yeah. at least since, since I've been here, that was like this is going to end the show. Or this t- is going to end with somebody leaving the show. I'll tell you where I felt it was the I, where it was the closest that the show was over or was was going to be fully over, at least on one level. Preston and I, we were negotiating our contracts at Y100. Mm-hmm. They had had they brought in this sort of real throat slashing um, guy from HR, and they you know either you sign this or or you're out. And and uh, we we were not. We were not into that, I you know. And, Is that and, when you guys handed me all the tapes and everything and said, "Here, put yeah. these in the trunk of your yeah, car." Yeah, yeah. And we <laughs> and both Preston and I had the uh, basically our, our our mail bins with our stuff from the office. That was on a Friday. Yeah, we, remember Preston? I oh, yeah, I, yeah. I went home to Claire. I said, "I, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, I, th- I think I think I I think oh, I wow. I'm I left I left my locker open on purpose yeah. so they could see that it was emptied out. That was before we had offices and stuff. <laughs> but so th- but, but this anyway. was not when we left. Y100. No, 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 no. It was before. It was back right. in media. Yeah, yeah. And, and oh, okay. uh, 
But that was that was not us breaking up. That no, would, no. That would have been leaving. But and anyway, then, I want to move on. I know, but okay. I also want to uh, address Marilyn leaving the show. She, the, she there was no breakup. She um she, she just, made the choice. To leave. She made the choice to leave, and it was because she was a single mother and she wanted uh, to spend more time with Matthew. Yeah, yeah. and and only yep. that's all. Well, we, we had a yeah. we had a going away party for I her. I know. Yeah. Air, and she got so. a job with this lie company that was really <laughs> right. okay. Let's go to uh, members of the Press and all Steve right. show. So those were whole show. Ask me anything questions. That's the segment that we're doing right now. Do you want to start with you first? Well, since sure. I, I, since you, it's yeah. The, all right. Okay. Ask a couple questions and see what you got. All right. I haven't seen these ahead. A couple of, time. of really good thoughtful questions here. This one comes from Chris Briarcliff. He says, of the crew, I think you're the one who's moved the furthest geographically from where you grew up. Mm. If you had no strings attached, no kids, wife, etc., do you think you would continue living in this area or move back to right to Missouri? I wouldn't even call you a transplant at this point. You have a family and roots here, but I'm curious if you miss living in the place you grew up. Uh, I, I miss some people. A lot of people have left or have uh, grown into people that I don't care about anymore. <laughs> uh, so, no, going back to St. Louis is my wife and I have spoken openly about it. No, we have no interest in going back there. And plus, I figure if for some reason, even after the show... I still got a few years of free meals around here, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm not going anywhere because I still might be able to get a free drink or a hamburger from time to or time. Or even show up here when there's meat needs and just hang out like, I thought you left. No, I would no, hope no. they allow me yeah, to yeah. do that. So, yeah. That, uh, that all right. This guy writes, this is an interesting, Preston. I was born. Uh, this is from... Uh, 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 trying to read. Uh, who did oh, this? and uh, c- yeah. Can you mention who that question was from? I, I, I did. It's okay. Chris Briarcliff. All right, thank Chris you. Uh, and then, um, oh, Chris from Briarcliff. Okay, so um, this is. I'm trying to determine who this is from. It says Jerseyville, Illinois, McGuire, oh, McGuire Air Force Base. Oh, okay. Perhaps John Hudson. I'm not sure. Right. Anyway, he writes. Uh, I was. Uh, I uh, Preston. I was born and raised in the St. Louis area, Illinois side. I joined the military and moved from there in 2004. Did you know Steve and DC? Oh, any good stories to dish? I used to work with Steve and DC. They were the morning. They were the number one morning show in St. Louis. So I did middays. I came on right after them. Uh, and yeah, they were an interesting couple of guys. I got along with Steve pretty well. DC was, was kind of, uh, he, he was a little abrasive and, and we had a couple of moments because I was the music director of the radio station too. So I tried to use a little bit of my clout. Uh, to say, no, you can't do that, and he didn't like that at all. I think I just asked you how long their run was, and how long were they on? As I don't remember exactly, but they, they were they were tops for a good, you know, five, six years, something like that, and say, well, they may have gone longer than and that. both you and I looked, looked at each other and chuckled like, oh, my God. Yeah. We're, we're, we're 20, 20 some odd years. 22. But they, they don't work together any longer. Steve does uh, radio in Alabama. DC is somewhere, I think, in, in the South as well, doing a, a morning show, but... Uh, there was a time where they dropped the N bomb. No, what? On, no, on the on the radio, and it was DC, and he called this girl that word. Was this oh on, on their I agent's was, advice? No, I was standing outside of the studio when he said it, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And it turned into the 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 local news media got a hold of it and started broadcast. They they got the audio, started running it on Ooh. air. We started getting bomb threats at the radio station. Jesus. We had to evacuate on a few occasions. Oh People were, were taking chalk and writing stuff out in front of the radio station on the ground. And it was, uh, yeah, that was a scary time. So uh, I think everybody learned a little lesson. Yeah, that day. yeah, right. absolutely. Um, uh, you want another few? One, one more, and then, right. uh, then we'll move on. If you could play drums, this comes from, I believe it's Sean and Levittown. 
If you could play drums on one album in the history of rock oh. and roll, what would it wow. be? If I could play drums uh. on one album in the history of rock and roll, would I be playing all the songs on that particular album? Um, You can interpret yeah. it however you wish. Man. Okay, so that that uh, I, I'm weighing what what is an impressive drum part that I would like to, uh, you know, uh, saying that I have the magical ability of whoever right, drummer right. that is, or would it be a, a an iconic hmm. album? I'd probably say the White Album from the Beatles um, because number one, they're the greatest band ever. Um, the the drum parts aren't aren't specifically hard. Ringo's an un- underrated drummer, but. Um, there's so many cool, wild, and weird, and interesting, and catchy, deep tunes on that album. If uh, if Happiness is a Warm Gum, which I think is on there, is one of my all-time favorite songs that Ringo ever played, is on that album, which I think it is. I, I think it would be the White Album. Okay. So there you go. All right. And it's a double album, too. So you yes. Get, you ah. get double credit. That's mainly what I was thinking. Double like, credit. Ooh, uh, double credit. All right, Steve, let's ask you a couple questions. All right. This is from the Ask Me Anything files from the Preston and Steve show. Uh, I think we are going to go with this one. What is your favorite? This is from uh, Tim Sam from Earth. Okay. All right. I know Earth. It's one of my favorite planets. It says, uh, what is your favorite voice to do and why? Also, you got any Snickers? (laughs) Snickers. That's what it says. My favorite voice to do. So all my impressions are are just moderately okay. I I try to just give them funny things to say, hopefully. Um, I'm sort of proud that James Mason, who's an actor that's unknown to many people, uh, you know, uh, is is now a name that's a little bit more common. I hope that I've helped influence that, uh, his research, which is one of the great um, one of the great actors. I I also um, honestly Stallone is such is is such a standard, and it's but he's so applicable in his range. Which what what part? Which Stallone bit you like best? The the really the the Rambo. I'm coming for you. I like that. You like that yeah, one? more 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 than the Rocky. Okay, yeah. Right, the, the, right. the, the the super intense Cobra Stallone, uh, and I then I, I you know dialects. I uh, I love Russian. Okay, I, I love uh, you know, and then people seem to really respond well to the super overdone stereotypical British. Uh, okay. Dialogue. Yep. Yep. I like those two. All right. Next question, Steve, and this is from Jason Mosley in Virginia. All right. From all over the How place. About that. Why do you hate Barsky? I mean, I get it. <laughs> Just curious if there's a specific reason. I, I don't I don't hate Barsky. I, I, I don't even think... It, I maybe have seen him just a couple of times. Uh, it's just one of those go-to names. There were a few things that I became aware of. Uh, I had heard, um, you know, anecdotally stories that... Um, you were not supposed to um, be near him, be near him, or bother no. him, or address him. That the interns were given an edict yeah. uh, to do that, and that sort of just tacitly pissed me off yeah. when I hear about that, especially when you're in radio. I've heard stories like that from people. Yeah, we heard and, one where he was a little away from me, and like, like, yeah, thing. really, like, and mm-hmm. so again, I had no verification of it. But I'm the deep kind of person that didn't bother to verify. I just, <laughs> just immediately disliked that. But, but no, it's just Barsky's a name when you're. Here and we've talked about this before. For the many years we have been on radio, now it may not be the case, but Barsky always had non-compete. Or, or, uh, he had these contracts, uh, basically that um, you know he'd be paid out even if he got fired. And there was a run of like what twelve, fifteen years, Preston, where he was off the air more getting paid than we were uh, on the air. Right. 
getting paid, and it was it was just a wild thing. Yeah, it's like Bobby Bonilla. Yeah, but listen, there there's that's so I I don't really he he may be a wonderful person, but he was it was a quick go to joke. He was he was the last established morning show before the Preston and Steve show at MMR too. So I worked with him for three years when when you guys were still at Y100. He was never a jerk. He just was. I I think he wasn't that fond of hanging out with people. I think he liked being a radio host. I I don't I just don't think he was that outgoing of a guy. So I took secondhand information and ran with it. So that's (laughs) all right. Next question, Uh, Steve. This is from Kim and Concha Hawken. Do you still have your dog? And if so, how is she handling the adjustments to her life with the coronavirus? Uh, yes, we do. Chelsea, she's wonderful. She has a, a, she has a little bit of an infection, so she's a little sluggish. She's super thrilled to have, uh, you know, I think a lot of pets Mom are fine. Yeah, home. yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> to, to, to have that deal. But she is, she's at that point where the super long hikes that we used to take have now been modded down to, I, I call it uh, her version of social media. Now we take super slow walks, and she smells everything, and she's going online, and that's her Facebook, you know, smelling other dogs' urine and stuff like that and right. catching up. So, yeah, I do. I love her to death, and she's uh, she's doing well. All right, let me ask a couple questions. I'm going to move on. Uh, my favorite one of all of them is for Casey, so I'm going to save that, okay? Okay. We'll move on to Kathy. Uh, Kathy, a couple questions for you. This is from uh, Holly and Jim Thorpe. Says hi, Kathy. I go to Nick for my brows too. What will become? What will become of our brows in the quarantine? Oh my God! She comes all the way from Jim Thorpe I to East so. Falls to get her eyebrows. Is this done. the king of uh, the king of brows? Yes. So his name's Nick Townsend, and he's in East Falls, and obviously he's closed, uh, just like uh, everything else. Every non. Um, Non-essential business. Dear God, Kathy, your face is a mess. Your eyebrows are disgusting. You look like that dead body in the beginning of the movie The Ring. I'll tell you what, though. I love not doing all of this. I love not going to get my eyebrows done, not having to do my hair. My nails are still not (laughs) done. They haven't been done in three weeks um, because I don't have... not that I have to anyway, but like no one, no one's getting it done. There's nowhere to go for this. But so you, we're looking I kind of right like now. having the break and saving the money and saving the time. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right, Kathy. This question is from uh, Roy in East Kensington. It says, Kathy, would you sleep with Gary Lauer if it meant finding a COVID nineteen cure? And then he says, Casey, same question. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But we're going to focus on you, Kath. Wow. Okay. Wait. Uh, so. Not a vaccine, a cure? A cure. Only if he had his jam in. Oh! oh. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> oh, I hope he's listening. Yeah. A cure? What am I going to do? I'm going to say no? I know. It's a loaded question. No, yeah, they, he, and they, they knew that. I mean, it, Close my eyes, turn my head, and get it done with. Yeah. <laughs> Pinch your nose. Like every time. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And then one last story for you, or a question for you, Kathy. Um, this is from, uh, Mike and Philly says, Kathy, do you sleep with your socks on? Oh, okay. That's uh, a good question. Cause I know some people despise that. So actually, um, I'd say about 50, 50. Yes. There are nights that I sleep the entire night with socks on. Okay. Um, but if I get too hot, uh, sometimes I'll even sleep with a sweatshirt on too, but if I get too hot, the socks are the first things to go. Okay. I All thought right. you said 50-50. You meant you slept with one sock on. <laughs> no, no, no. 50, 50% of the okay. time, I'd say. All right. Let's ask uh, Nick a couple of questions. How are we doing on time here, Case? We're good. Can we... Yeah, um... we'll make half run wait. Okay, good. He can hang on. All right. Uh, Nick, this question comes to you from uh, Jake in Plymouth Meeting. It says, have you... Or will you go back to conquer the mountain that you broke your leg on? 
Oh, yeah, it's a great question. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it was one of the first things that I wanted to do after I broke my leg was figure out a time when I could go back and, and uh, get past that stream at a mile into the trail where we haven't even started climbing yet. Um, but but uh, ironically enough, Jake, my brother, Josh, actually just climbed that uh, two weeks ago, I guess. He went back out there and did it again. And uh, yeah, I think the, the great thing about hiking um, or the great thing about Anything in life is if you get knocked down, you got to get back up again. You got to get back on the horse. So okay. you're better uh, than that. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, I can't wait to be able to do it again. I would love to do that again. All right. Here's a good question. This is from uh, Matt from North Wales, and he says, "Nick, what is the weird sound of you that are you are most proud of, and which one are you least proud of?" Oh wow. Yeah. Well, um, proud. Th- proud. It's, it's funny because. You know, the Yeah Cup one is the one that I probably get recognized for the most. And it's not that I hate it. It's I, I don't understand what happened to me when that sound was made. Like, I don't know where it came from. Yeah. Uh, I do think that um, it gets abused when we go to the Yeah Cup uh, Cup that often. You know, like, I, I think that, you know, we, we kill it. Um, so I don't enjoy that. Yeah, Cup. Yeah. yeah. When we do that over and over again, I, I think that that gets really old really fast. I don't. I love it. <laughs> I know. It gets funnier the more I hear it. It's your yeah. Annabelle. Yeah, it is. It's yeah. Your Annabelle. All right. What about the one? Uh, so so what do you categorize that as the, as the, the most proud or least proud of? I'm, I, honestly, like both, depending oh. on my mood. And, All right. And, uh, yeah. Um, okay. Well, but I would think the one that you're most, I would be, if I were you, the one I would be most embarrassed of is we guess what I get to do. Yeah. That was so early on at MMR. And you know what? When, when, cause Casey had a brilliant idea of the, we guess what I get to do list. And uh-huh. so we've taken something that was really mortally embarrassing and uh-huh. turned it into a positive. So, you know, all of these things, when they happen, like when you did the been come to known as question, like it, it's oh in God. part of it is in, is inherently and always will be embarrassing. And yet it feeds into comedy gold and, yeah. and something that we can make fun of for each other. And if you can't own that, if you're so thin skinned that you can't find a comedy in it, you're in the wrong business. Okay. Yeah, I was surprised you were are not most proud of they did it because they came from such a, oh, a moment yeah. of, of pure joy in your life. Yeah. yeah, that one didn't occur to me, Casey, but yes, I amend my answer. That one I am. That okay. pure pure pride. Yee! That's what I get to do. They did it! God, wow. you're loud. Jesus, you are loud, man. I'm t- I've told the story before. We were in the car together when a, somebody hit a home run. We were listening to the Phillies game, and yeah. Nick screamed. They did it! I think that's where the bulk of my tinnitus came from, to be honest. <laughs> Sorry. All right, I'm going to ask uh, Marissa a couple of questions and uh, see what she has to say. This oh, is a couple from, of questions? Yeah, yeah a couple. A couple. Uh, from Jay in Sharon Hill, uh, he writes, Marissa... Do you have a much older sister who is single, preferably divorced, and if so, is she anything like you? No, is the short answer. I do have some friends that are like me and a younger cousin, all who are single, so if this is turning into a dating game, you know, reach out. I'll hook you up. (laughs) Very good. She's quite the little pimp. I only have two questions for you, Marissa. Here's the other one. Uh, And that, that was from Jay and Sharon Hill. This one is from Rob in Hatboro. It says... Being as you are known for always being out on the town, what are you doing now that the corn teen <laughs> is in effect? How are you spending your time? Um, I'm really, really bored. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. It's tough. 
Oh. When you find yourself bored, what are you doing? I mean, do you do you read or listen to music or watch something on television or do you are you surfing the web, checking social media? What do you, what do you do? I'm spending a lot of time working, which is no surprise to you guys. We've had a lot of contests and stuff going on, so I now find it hard to find a time to stop working because there's nothing to make me stop. You said you were cooking a little bit more. That's the other thing. Okay. So when I'm, you know, spending a little too much time um, watching TV, I binge all of uh, S's Creek, which is a really good show. Finished that last night. Um, so when I'm like, I need to quit and stop watching TV, I start cooking. I would like to point those of you who are not following Marissa on Instagram to go now and look at her pictures of her trip to Italy. Yeah. yeah. You are a wonderful photographer. Oh, thank you. I was looking at the composition. I was specifically just looking at how you created those pictures and where you chose to stand and the angle you held your camera and it's excellent. It's wonderful. And you know she's, that's what she didn't. I know. I know okay. she did do that. But I mean, she. It obviously took. I mean, I took a photography class. Yeah. <laughs> Whoop the freaking do! It didn't help me at all. Well, you got that job but, with X hamster. Yeah. But Marissa, Marissa is able to see lines and horizon and things like that. And she, she does a perfect composition in photos. So take a look at her pictures from Italy because they're really well done. Thank you. I usually like after a trip like that or, or anything, I'll take a cool picture and I'll just forget to post it or won't be ready to post it or I can't think of the perfect caption to write for it. So I kind of forget about it and put it off. Um, but I have been using this time to just throw up photos and I'm not editing them. I'm not. I'm just throwing up a whole bunch of stuff. So if there's yeah. some silly ones in there, you're going to get them. Um, but thank you. And there's a They're lot great. more coming. They're great. You need to teach me. I, I, I want to learn to take better uh, pictures. Done. All right. Uh, Casey, couple questions for you. All right. Okay. Casey by far has the best questions. Uh, I'll start with a straight-ahead one. This is Justin from Pottstown. Casey, why still use Foster instead of using your real last name? Um, I don't know. <laughs> is that a good answer? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, it's just easier. It's, it's, I think, a more palatable last name than, I mean, my real last name is Fossbenner. And the reason I even went with Foster is because when I was first hired as your producer, Doug Kabinsky hated Casey Boy. Um, and the Who, reason he was I'm, the uh, assistant yeah. program director, yeah, yeah. So, and the reason I'm Casey Boy is because when I started as an intern, there was a girl named Casey. And so she was Casey Girl, and I was Casey Boy. It's just so we could tell who we were talking about. Right, right. And so that's how I got the name Casey Boy. And mm-hmm. so people ask why I'm not Casey Man, and it's like, well, because, A, it doesn't matter, and, B, you know, Casey Boy for the longest time, I'm not going to change my name, and that's probably why I go by Foster as well. Yep. Also, there aren't many Foss Benners in the... Uh, phone book so you know easy to track you down easy to track me down my mom down and you know all that sort of stuff yeah i don't use my real name and it was just a decision i didn't like the way it sounded so you change it you can do it in radio if you want to my original name is uh, schwarzenegger Schwarzenegger. wow this is my original name (laughs) um all right casey uh two more questions this is a short one that's why i'm gonna i'm gonna give you three because i know time is an issue here but it says casey this is from uh dustin in uh brewery town uh, it says, Casey, what is your biggest poo? <laughs> the hell? I don't even know what that means. I don't either. Okay. Uh, maybe the biggest dump you've ever taken. He, I, I assume that, that he's rightly thinking that would be a, a banner moment in your life. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's such a dumb question. Uh, listen, I, maybe when I had to take the magnesium citrate or whatever. Uh-huh. I think I know. Yeah. I think I know if I may jump in here. Okay. Dr. Colon or Dr. Is no, ba- no, because if you remember, that tasted terrible. It was and I, terrible. And, and, and but, but so it, it, I barely even got past a, a sip. But I had to have, like, some butt uh, tests done years and years <laughs> ago. And uh, flex, flexible sigmoidoscopy yeah, is what yeah. it was called. Mm-hmm. So I had to take, like, you know, 
uh, a mega dump. A mega, mega. And, you know, so I took the. In fact, I was living with my buddy Jeff at the time, and he and there was one bathroom in the house, and he was taking a shower, and I was like, dude, he's like, just go for it, man. <laughs> so he was showering, just and I was it. crapping at the same exact time. All righty, yeah. That's a question. Wife. Last question, okay. by far the best one sent to any of us. This is from Steve South in River, New Jersey, or Steve in South River, New Jersey. And it says, Casey, if your mom and your wife switched bodies like in Freaky Friday and you had to have sex with one of them to switch them back, who would you do? Dude. Brilliant question. That is a psych that is a psychopathic question. Mm-hmm. It's awful. But that it, is- it's a psychological profile. Mm-hmm. All right, so oh, dear God. so you're you're so Diana's I'm either I'm either body. I'm yep. either I'm banging my <laughs> he can't my mom it. and my wife's body. So I'd be so, my mom would be aware, or I would have to get physical with my mom's body, even though my wife's yeah consciousness was inside of that. Oh man, I'm not. No, here's the deal: they're going to stay like that for the rest of their lives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're wow. going to stay like that for the rest of their lives. I'm Good sorry, answer. I'm not. Doing I would it. think it would be easier to to have sex with the body of your wife because how hard would that be to do? Dude, then his mom with would your know. mother. Yeah, but his mom would know. But his mother would probably be okay with it in the fact that what she's doing is a good thing for her son who she loves more than life itself. Okay, listen. I, may I ask uh, may I, my answer? I, yeah. would, I would do mom with my wife's consciousness in there because you don't want because you, you're, in that, you're then you're actually having sex with your mother. Yeah. It's just the shell. The shell is different. Here's what I'm going to do. So you think you'd be able to rise to the occasion of your mother? My mom is pretty hot. All right. <laughs> I, I figured it out. Now, so listen, my first choice is they're just going to live like that for the rest of their lives. But if I couldn't choose, I would knock my my wife's body out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. I would knock or just her get her out so cold. hammered yeah. no, that not it even actually no. turns her on. She could not be awake. I would have to either roofie her or... Smell this rag. Smell this rag. Smell the rag or... Her, uh, go find some medical grade like propofol. Whatever it is, she will not be awake whatsoever. It's like when you get propofol. a colonoscopy. Yeah, yeah, they knock you out. All right, okay. I got all you. Right. That's all right. terrible. So those are the individual. I questions. hated all three of my questions. <laughs> they're great. <laughs> they're the best ones. Can we do this again? I, I really enjoyed this. We this have cool. so much. We're going to have to do yeah. it eventually. Um, so let me. Let me. I wanted to book in with a, a couple of show questions. You guys okay yes. with that? Let her rip. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to think of something that won't take way too long uh, to answer here. Um, oh man, sorry. Some of these are long questions, and I did highlight them, but I highlighted a lot of them. Um, let's get to. There's one that I. I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, okay, here we go. This is a big one. Right. No, that's too much. Do oh, it. Do on. it. Do right. it. It says, I don't mean to be too grim, but this may just be the apop- apocalypse-esque world we're living in these days. But I was wondering, if you guys have you guys ever discussed what would happen to the show if, God forbid, something unplanned were to happen to Preston or Steve? I don't want to discredit the contributions from the other members of the show, but I just can't imagine the show continuing 
without both of its namesakes. In the music world, Led Zeppelin couldn't continue without John Bonham in Hollywood. The Office just wouldn't be the same without Steve Carell's Michael Scott. So, what's the plan, or is there even one, for when Steve buys the Batman figure that pushes his wife over the edge, or when Preston is buried alive by an avalanche of partially used disposable cameras he had yet to discover? Thanks, guys. Have a good flight. <laughs> I, that's I from, actually, hang yes. on, that's from Henry in uh, Cherry Hill. I asked Kathy that same question when we were driving to uh, Day Off at the Slopes, uh, the Cardboard Classic. We, we uh, drove over to the um, to the mountain together to Jack Frost, and I, I I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what the plan would be if one of you guys were to go. And so the, the hypothetical that I posed to her was, would Casey assume the role as the host? And I, I don't have an answer. Do you guys? Uh, yeah, I do. If um, if uh, if Steve were to, well, we're being pretty grim here, die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or lead the show? Uh, no, I would not continue on this show. I would, uh, I would quit. I would, uh, I would not try to do a, another version of it. I wouldn't bring anybody else on board. I'd go and maybe do a, a solo jock show or something, or be like a that. pickler, or be a pickler. Uh, yeah, and I, 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 I feel the same way. I mean, I've, that's why I've said since I, I did have the, the cancer scare in 2014. I'm, I'm good now. I had to probably take cancer. I'm uh, cancer free. But the ultimate, um, the show's the show. And I think that's, um, you know, and I, my plan is to keep on going as long as, you well, know, people seem to enjoy it. Steve, that's what that's what I said to Nick. I said, fortunately, uh, I don't think we have to worry about that because Steve will work until he dies. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's not going to retire. <laughs> yeah. I said that. I, go, I don't think Steve will ever retire. No, He'll just no. die one day. Yeah. I, and, and sees up on the mic and then Kathy will go run down the hall and, and check on her appearances. <laughs> I'll yeah. see if I'm going to get paid <laughs> yeah. for another appearance somewhere. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's the basic answer yeah. for that. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Nope, we already answered that one. How about this? How can I get a job helping out at the show? This is from Becky Blumenthal in Huntington Valley. Uh, how can I get a job helping out the show? Love you guys, and I've worked with you in a variety of ways over the years. Hmm. Can she fix a Dunkachino machine? Ah, You'd be hired uh, yes. immediately. By the way, the prospect of a Dunkachino uh, satisfaction. We have a Dunkachino machine here, Dunkin' Donuts. Love to death. We love the drink. We become addicted, and it's uh, it's been out of commission for a while. And it's not looking like we're going to get any sort of fix on it for an, uh, a, a few a few more weeks. So if, if she could fix it, we'd hire her in a second. Okay. So anyhow, uh, how can you get a job helping out the show? Um, you can't uh, unless somebody were to leave, and then we'd look into you know hiring people. But it's it, we're at capacity right now, and uh, there are internships. If you're if you're a student, uh, if you if you get college credit for being an intern here, you can go on the website and enter yeah. to do that. But unfortunately, radio is one of those things where if you didn't get in on it early, then you've you've lost your opportunity. If you've ever flirted with the idea of radio, because we get email from people all the time who are like, "Hey, man, I'm at a dead end job. I'm 35, and I've always loved radio and thought I'd be pretty good at it." And I either have to make a decision to say, well, you can A, B, C, and D and try and do it, or just say, you missed your opportunity. It's just one of those things where you have to start off working for nothing, and then you eventually have to get your foot in the door or move to a very small town and start to work your way into the business for making next to no money. And hopefully you make good decisions and meet the right people along the way and you can improve and and excel and and move up in market size and and, and in position. So there is the option. That's for on air. That's for on air. There is the option now with the world of podcasting and all that stuff. And that's but that, again, is is every bit as difficult because you're talking about what nearly eight 
100,000 separate shows that oh. are on yeah. uh, that are, that you're competing with and, and to rise. But at least that'll put you on a microphone and kind of teach you some chops uh, about doing what you want to do. And if you're passionate enough and you want to stick with it. Uh, but, yeah, you do have to a lot of times work for nothing and spend a number of years uh, climbing up that uh, that hill. But. You know, that's it. Yep. That's uh, that's there's no short route. Yep. All right. And uh, one last story. This is from Mike McCusker in Skipback. What happened to Drunk Day? And I'm sure that was asked by a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'll answer that. We got tired of doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If there was something we did for, you know, a few years in a row, we don't all, all of a sudden do it anymore. We got tired of doing it. We got, we got tired of doing it. Yeah. Also, it became more difficult because uh, different restrictions legally, uh, things done to excess now are under more scrutiny. As the show got more popular, obviously, there were things that were more uh, looked at. So we, we, you know, and uh, I think and it, it impacted other people too. Yeah, you yeah. know, like uh, Casey, I mean, Casey and Steve don't drink anymore, but, uh, you know, Kathy had to consider her son. I had to consider my son. I think when you, when you do it, it's fun. Um, I, I did a few of them over the years and I always loved doing it, but you kind of make an ass out of yourself and you're not just making an ass out of yourself at this point. You're making an ass out of the people in your life. Yeah. So well, I my mean, hangover also, got you, worse. Yeah. yeah the hangover. Yeah. The, you, oh my you, God. you again just decimated I, Kathy. Kathy, I just simply don't want to get that drunk anymore i i I like tying one on i'm gonna tie one on tonight uh but that drunk yeah we don't drink like that anymore stupid drunk man and i i just daddy don't do that yeah and also if you recall i mean there were the the 1.3 of us on the show who didn't drink yeah yeah. preston didn't drink for a couple of years yeah that's right i stopped for a while i was trying to figure out if it was causing my migraines yep yeah so and then uh, you found out it wasn't so you started drinking Drank four times this week already. Okay. <laughs> the pandemic does that. So this has been uh, Ask Me Anything with the Preston and Steve show. Hey. hey. Uh, I'm still sitting here with a huge stack of questions. I have a bunch for you. We may eventually get around to these at another time or resubmit and and, uh, and try and find out if there's anything that we missed out on. But yeah, let I, us know uh, if you liked it or if you thought it was stupid. And, and uh, you know, if you, if you did like it, maybe we'll do Maybe it your again. question could be, why did you do that segment? That was so yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, so unentertaining. I have to go home to my wife and mother. They We all live in the same house. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> you can tell them about it. Talk about that tonight. Why did you ask me that question? So as, <laughs> as your mom is leaning over the table to grab the remote, you're like, hmm. No. Mm. No, I'm not. I never thought about <laughs> about that until just this moment. <laughs> All right. Uh, why don't we take a break and come back in a second because we're going to talk to our buddy John Heffron, comedian who's bunkered up in Michigan. He's a survivalist. Uh, and we'll see how his world is right about now. And don't forget, uh, it is Daily Rush Madness. And the two final videos are against each other. Intern Ben is a cheater and fart fart. You have the weekend to vote. Please do that. At PrestonandSteve.com. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Small businesses are the backbone of our local communities. And right now, they could use our help. Introducing WMMR's Operation Shop Local, encouraging you to buy a gift card from your local business to use in the future. But the cash you spend helps the business right now during a rough time. You can also make a difference patronizing businesses, offering home delivery or curbside pickup. If you run a local business, go to WMMR.com and list your business in our directory of available goods and services. Operation Shop Local is a free service. WMMR is promoting this local business directory for our listeners to review and support when possible. We're all in this together. A message in the community interest from the Beasley Media Group and WMMR. 
when uh, when the quarantine restrictions went into effect, um, <laughs> I heard we were going to have our next guest on, and I'm like, that's I can't think of a more perfect person. Yeah, if I lived within driving distance of his home. And I got word knew where it was. from the emergency broadcast system that the missiles were on their way. Yeah. I'd tell my family, collect your belongings. We're yeah. going to the Heffrons. <laughs> uh, because there's no other place I can think of that would be more prepared. We don't know anyone who is, as uh, as you say, Preston, as prepared for this sort of scenario. So yes. it's, it's well worth a uh, chat. And he's got a live comedy Q&A tonight. <laughs> yeah. Please welcome John Heffron yeah. to the show. Hey, John. Hey, how's everybody? Good. And by the way, we're speaking via shortwave radio with him right now. <laughs> He's from the bunker. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah, you had to wind this up to actually call you guys. So. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a crank yeah. on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have, a, I have a coconut hooked up to my old canoe that crashed <laughs> and then a thing. So it actually works out well. I, I assume you're at your house, right? Yeah, you know, I just moved out of uh, California to Michigan, and I bought an old farmhouse. I think I, I, I was just, I just saw you guys. So you I don't did. know if I, yeah, you, you told you us. You told us the whole, the, the, the compound, the whole deal, that it's it's sort it's off the beaten path. It's There are, are cameras, surveillance cameras, and that, uh, yeah, you, oh, yeah. You, you're prepped. Yes, it, except for, it, it's kind of scary because at night I play this game because uh, the house was built in 1820, I believe. So I sit on the couch every night uh, for the last couple of weeks and play a game called Guess What Animals in the Wall. <laughs> and um, it's starting to be a little bit maddening, but it's, uh, yeah, you know, I had uh, I had masks. I had what I also just moved from California, Michigan, so I lost some stuff. But my sister is a respiratory therapist at a hospital, so I ended up giving them uh, the mask that I had. But, you know, it, the only thing I didn't prep for was being a comedian and then shutting down all the comedy clubs and having no income. <laughs> Dude, that, 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 <laughs> that's it. You can't prep for that. Yeah. You can't prep for, and I have no like skill. So I'm literally on this farm, and this farmer is he's got cattle and he's fixing fences. He's putting fences up, and I'd see him drive by on his quad, like you know, and I wave to him, and I don't even know the guy. I go, hey, I live at, at this old house, and yeah. he's like, oh, that house. And he said it weird, like something happened in that house, but wow. nobody's told me yet. Oh wow! So I go, I go, I have nothing. Um, I'm doing nothing. If you need, need any help, next thing you know, I'm just helping this guy put a fence in on his, you know, 400-acre farm. And I realized I'm not even good at that. <laughs> like, I'm literally, he's, you know, he points at a thing and says, just pound this, you know, pole into that ground. I don't even have that as a skill, so... Well, yeah. you, but here's the deal. So, again, you, you know, we, we know, and I've always said there's a percentage, because I'm into some of this stuff, too. Anything that's tactical or, you know, when, it, when, the, S, when the S gets real, you'll have this. You know, you're, you're, you're ready. Yeah. And you've stockpiled some of that stuff. And, uh, you know, it, is there a, a bit of perverse satisfaction in, like, see? I mean, we never asked you, do you have prepper food? I have prepper food. I have not had to use it yet because my real everyday food is Easy Mac, which is pretty much prepper food. <laughs> yeah. so, it's not, so we're not going too far off the thing. But, uh, you know, now here in Michigan, I, I guess starting this uh, tomorrow morning, which would be Saturday. Who, who even knows what day it is, right? So, uh, like, Saturday, where you're not allowed to drive from, like, house to house uh, anymore, they, they've cut that out. You, you, you're only allowed to be in a car if you're going to – 
uh, deal with a like a pet or an elderly person. So you you, uh, you could drive to you could drive to a, a supermarket or a store, right, and get all that stuff. Or uh, they're other... limiting, but but they got rid of like you can't go to home, you can't go to any house improvement place. You can only go for a place for like food. So I was dating somebody. I she was at her place, I was at mine. I was going kind of back and forth just between our places. So now that's illegal. Right. But then here's the deal, right? I have a ninja outfit, and so uh, up until now, I'm kind of the dorky guy with the ninja. Oh, you're 50. You have a ninja outfit. You geek. Guess what? The ninja outfit has a mask, by the way, everybody. There you go. And I'm in complete black, so I'll be able to, in the dead of the night, fall out of this window in my little podcast studio and run around town undetected. If anybody sees me... One smoke bomb, boom, this guy's gone. I'm back in my house eating easy. Oh. There, you're set, man. So what? What is the? What is the? Okay. What is the? The device besides the ninja costume that you are so happy you got it because of all this. Okay, besides uh, various uh, 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 slingshots, yeah, because that's the thing. There was all these people that were, hey, I got all this toilet paper, which I don't understand the toilet paper thing. I've, now, keep in mind, I've been in my house by myself for weeks. I don't even think I've used toilet paper once. I time it when I'm in the shower. Like, you clean your even, ass in the shower, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't even know why toilet paper is a thing. Uh, but, uh, you know, people who, you know, if you hoard a bunch of food, and all that type of stuff, you also have to be willing to uh, keep it because there's a lot of people that kind of have the attitude of, no, you go get the stuff, put it in your house, and then I'm just going to come and, and get it once it's centralized. So I have uh, – I got a crossbow recently. Uh, that's cool. Uh, you know, again, the, the, the regular normal pea shooters everybody has. But yeah. I have – again, you know me. I'm very home alone-ish. I like – yeah, I, I like – Paint cans that come out of the ceiling and smash you in the face. Uh, you know, I have some Legos thrown around random windows. <laughs> so how, how? So not to give away. Obviously, you don't want to give away your your super secret hidden stuff that you're going to use to repel you know the invading hordes. But what is there? Is there like a a safe room or a, a hidden panel or something that you're really proud of? Because I could see you going to that level. Well, okay, I, I might. I hope I'm not repeating stories, but I've no. been talking to myself for three weeks. Now. <laughs> uh, so I do. So the house is like old school, old, right? And the top is like an A-frame, and I have a, a bedroom and where this little studio is and and stuff. So I don't sleep up there because it's too scary. And then I have a, like my basement. I have two German shepherds that are. 15 years old that are in the basement because uh, there's no stairs so they can walk outside. Okay. I've been sleeping on the couch like I'm a little kid <laughs> for the last just three weeks because there's nobody in this house and it's just children of the corn right. all around. <laughs> so, in, in, you know, until I until I set up some tripwire and stuff like that, it's, uh, you know. Dude, well, uh, let me tell you something. So if you've seen the last Rambo movie, which is called Last Blood, uh, if, 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 uh, if, if there was a comedian who was the closest to Rambo, it'd be it'd be you because he's he's basically got that. He's got this house, but he sets up this whole tunnel system, trip wires, all that stuff. Just treat that movie as your tutorial because it's the same well, scenario. He's in like a remote farm and that's what he does. Well, that's what uh I, I have I obviously for, for this thing. Uh you know, I have like these little fake TVs that I ever tell you guys. No, so no, you did not. Yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're these little boxes, uh, you know, super, super small, 
but they give off the same thing as if your a TV's on and is kind of flickering. I have one. Oh, I have one. I, I bought one when we first moved into our house when we were when we weren't had had moved. It, basically, what it does is from the outside, it looks like someone's watching TV in the house. Yeah, yeah, and again, I don't have silhouettes on a train that are just going in circles to show that people are dancing in the house. Right. Uh, so I don't have silhouette river dancers. That, it just looks like people are clogging. Uh, but but I have those, so you know it's confusing. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's, sure. You know, I, I don't have inflatable cars that are in my driveway, so you think there's like a lot of people. You know, like he did in World War Two. Right. Um. But yeah, yeah. I got a question about this whole thing. And, and, and yeah. I don't know. I think we're all, I think everybody, once we're all back, I have to, like, I, I like using that positive stuff that this is going to be a thing for now for, you know, until everybody's safe. Exactly. But, you know, we don't have bombs being dropped on this as this is going on, right? So yeah. there's a little bit of perspective, but everybody's going to have to give each other about a month. Of eating with manners again when you're eating around other people. <laughs> yeah, because you've gotten lax to, in that, right? Uh, I don't even use. I, I don't even know if I use silverware. That's, you know, that's, like I'm eating just above the stove and throwing it on the thing, and I don't even. I slurp. I'm. I pretty much slurp stuff now. I definitely. I was ripping steak with my fingers. Is it? Keep in mind. I, I, I'm also like, you know, I, I'm no longer married. So I don't even have anybody calling me. Well, I got called out on it for crunching super loud. But that's that's a thing, you know, so we're going to have to. If I may ask, so you you're would you say are you recently? We know you're single now, but how 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 long ago did you did you uh, did you get divorced? Yeah, date somebody now, but I, I got divorced, man. Like, my life went, uh, wife had boyfriend, divorced, then I got Bell's palsy, then I had to, then I had to sell my house, then I got to Michigan, and then right when I got to Michigan and got this house, I'm like, my life's awesome, everything is on track to run A-OK. Look at all the money I'm gonna make. And then they're like, wah, 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 wah. Um, wait, wait, can you guys hear that? Yeah. Did, did you hear that? Yes, yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> you have. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I got the new roadcaster little podcaster thing. It's got sound effects on it. Oh, yes, um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I've been divorced for a couple years. You all right. So, all right. so, so, but you, you, I mean, your, your girlfriend's in town, so you have all that. Because, I mean, honestly, I think for for a lot of people. I think that people who are, I'm a bit of a homebody. So uh, for me, and, and I'm, I do have the benefit of, at least in, in a way, I'm coming to work every morning. My, my normal routine is not that altered. My wife, who travels a lot and goes out and socializes a lot with her friends, it's a little more daunting because it's, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, a corralled sort of situation. I think well, y- y- you, you are probably the same. You're, you're on one side, a guy who hunkers down in his home, but your livelihood is being out on the road. Yeah, so uh, minus the I don't want anybody getting sick and and passing away from this thing, and I want everyone to be healthy, minus that and making no money, uh, this has been kind of nice if that's even a thing. Because this is – I've done comedy for 33 years. This might be the the first time in 33 years I'm on a sleep schedule. Yeah. From from not traveling and being in different time zones. Uh, creatively, uh, you know, people are like, oh, are you write a bunch of material. No, I haven't even, <laughs> I haven't, 
I don't even know when I go on stage again. Like, well, I hope it comes back, but you know, will, will people be sick of hearing about it? So I'm kind of that's why I uh, I spent the last couple weeks just getting rid of stuff. And I, I I had a spy book that I've been working on that I finally put out. Um, so I felt like I did something, you know, and put yeah. that online. I'm like, hey, it's only four bucks. If people want to buy it, that'll you know keep me from stealing stuff from your house. I guess. <laughs> right, uh, it'll protect your stuff. And yeah. you, you're doing this Q&A tonight through Helium Comedy Club? Yeah, they they asked if I wanted to do it. I, I'm doing it with uh, me and Alonzo Bowden, uh, who was on Last Comic with me 100 years ago. Okay. Uh, they're, do, they're doing a, a cool thing where people can ask questions and, and it's live. Because, you know, clubs like that, like you hear on the news, all these big, you know, it's, you know, places like Helium that had a staff of 20 people that, yeah. you know, are getting no money, yeah. uh, you know, and probably didn't have more. Listen, I know some of them personally. There's no way they had a more than a week saved, you know, so they're on that situation. So yeah. Helium decided, hey, let's, just, you know, get a bunch of people on and they can kind of joke around with the comics and throw a few bucks to, you know, the staff and, and stuff like that. And I, of course, am going to push my new spy book, The Holding Deal. Yeah, no, so, so you, can, you can get the spy book on Amazon, correct? Yeah, it's called The Holding Deal. Okay, it's and, and, and the it's, ba- only, it's only on Kindle, yeah. And it's basically, so the conceit is that there's there's a, a, a comedian, um, well, explain it, you, you basically called into service as a spy? Yeah, he's a low-level spy and uh, is, is a low-level courier for, okay. like, a shadow organization, and he hates his life. And uh, every city he goes to, he's got to drop something off, and he doesn't know what he's dropping off every time in this thing. And here's the deal. It's a quick read. It's only 150 pages. So if you ever bought a book and not finished it, <laughs> this is one that you can just – You'll feel good about yourself because you, you, you'll go, you know what? I read a book this weekend. Yeah, I did. Right, right, right. <laughs> I did, you know, I did like, you know, and, and yeah. So grab a Kindle, get the holding deal. If uh, you parents that are running in your back shed to grab those white claws, <laughs> uh, drink a little back there. And by the way, have like... How, how big are people drinking now? We're also well, going to have to give people <laughs> a month, like a month. Like we're going to be able to eat. Like weird in front of people, and people are going to have the jitters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 yep. People, a lot of people, are going to have to sober up because they, there is actually they've said there's been a 55 percent increase in uh, in in uh, revenue on the sales side, not like obviously on the bar side, but um, uh, but uh, yeah. And you raise a good point, like with helium and any anybody in the service industry like that, waiters and 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 anybody on the on the the restaurant side, they're getting creamed. I saw Robert Irvine last night, uh, you know, the, uh, a friend of ours and his chef uh, talking about this. So uh, anything you can do to support local. Local business, we keep hitting that that drum that they do take out or sell anything. Make sure you can do that because but, I agree with you, John. This will end. We all we all know it'll end, I, and and we want to make sure people are taken care of. I want to go back to this thing though, John, because you talk about everybody drinking, but for and and, and I've been one of them, but it's been this kind of drinking. It's like, hmm, well. <laughs> Guess I'll drink now. Yes, one hundred percent. You know, I mean, it's it's honestly that it's not like all right, I I need a drink. No, it's just like, well, I guess I'll um, yeah, I guess I'll just drink. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not like yeah, it's not like you're suddenly playing beer pong or right. an event. Yeah, you're like, well, if I do, I'll stay consistently numb throughout the entire day. It'll never get crazy. Yeah. I'll never peak, but I'll just kind of have that thing. That's gonna be. That's going to be a I, here's yeah it, that's going to be a thing and I think once this is over because I have watched like the thing I'm doing at Helium 
tonight. I've watched so much content online and, uh, you know, like with TV, everything's flashing stuff. I think it's scaled down what people actually need to be entertained. Like seeing some of these singers and songwriters just singing with their guitar in their office while their kids are running around. I'm as entertained as that as watching some big CMA awards right. or, or, or any really produced thing. Yeah. I could just watch somebody with just, you know, their iPhone on, on zoom. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way. So, are there Zoom strippers yet? Like where? <laughs> there, there are. There well, there there are different um, different services are are offering that. Um, you know, it's just it's just an extension of webcams, basically webcam girls yeah, and all that girls, stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, no, but I was thinking like because uh, this girl was saying they had like a, a a meetup or a wine part, like and it was literally six girls, I guess, on this call, and everyone's just drinking wine. And by the way, if you're on Zoom calls. Okay, or if you're doing any of that, don't have a bag of chips and eat the bag of chips while you're on that because it's annoying because you are crunching. Yes, and that is annoying. So yep. there has to be. Listen, I'm okay with you not wearing pants during those meetings, but you have to have a little bit of social etiquette <laughs> and not crunch when you're on a Zoom. Meeting. I couldn't but, agree more. But if you had like a group one, like a, I, I'm just assuming because I don't know what girls do when they hang out together. I'm assuming they start tickling each other, and get and then they start have, right? So that that's what I'm yeah. assuming. But if you had like a group one, and there's one, you know how like a bachelor party, then suddenly the police guy shows up. He's like, "You ladies are being too noisy." And all of a sudden, he's all. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, so I wonder if that if that's a service. So that, that was a, I'm like, well, maybe I'll just zoom bomb. You do and, it. You create it. If you're looking for other revenue streams while you're um, sort of uh, on the beach, just uh, yeah. I, I think this is your this is your cottage industry. And uh, my other uh, quick one, besides people buying the book, the holding deal, I just wanted to get in in the top twenty. Yeah. So I just need a bunch of people to go literally right now, and then that's how it shoots up. Anyway, but is this a Ponzi scheme? So I just watched that show. If you if you haven't seen it on uh, uh, Netflix, Molly's Game. Have you guys seen that? Oh, I've yeah, heard yeah. about it. Yeah. In fact, oh, uh, we we had Jessica um, Chastain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but we had the the oh gosh the, the, the Aaron, no yeah. the writer Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Sorkin. Sorkin. Yeah. Oh, it's such, it was one of those things where I didn't know anything about it, and you're watching it, and then you're like, okay, this was an awesome find. Well, what, right? what, what so, you're ta- are you talking about the documentary or the theatrical film? Oh, wait, there's a documentary. No, there's I there's a documentary, too. One. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. No, okay. A, little, a, a little white claw in a documentary for me in about 15 <laughs> minutes. Um, <laughs> but so in Michigan, you're allowed to, if you, you can be in your car if you're dealing with pets. That's the law. That's what it says. The whoever the governor is, she said, "Hey, if you're dealing with a pet or an elderly person, okay, here here's my thing. I have two dogs. If you would like to take, I need somebody to take care of my dogs. It's a twenty five dollar buy in when you take care of my dogs. So you come by my house, you leave twenty five bucks. At the end of the day, we have a fifty fifty raffle to see who the best dog taker carer is, <laughs> and that, that person gets fifty percent of." The the dog the peep the dog do you know what I'm saying yeah 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 you're you're basically renting out your dogs yeah yeah I love it is that yeah is that like running numbers is yes of course it's illegal but, <laughs> but these are these are tr- these are different times yes these are uncertain uncertain times, times. well like the Molly's game what I learned is you can't break the law when you're breaking the law so as long as I don't have prostitution and and selling booze or something. 
I think I'm 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 gonna think about. It. Plus, I have a ninja outfit. If yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. luck finding me. Just dress up and good go. Good luck finding me. All right, <laughs> listen, John. It's always good to talk to you, man. We're happy to hear you're doing well. And the Q and A is going to be tonight, Helium Comedy Club, uh, heliumcomedy.com, and that is at eight thirty, I believe. So, and we'll we'll point people in the direction of the Holding Deal. That's the name of John's spy novel, and he wants to be top 20 on Amazon. Four bucks. So it's four bucks. That's what he said. Oh, go get it. It's four, it's four nine, yeah, four ninety nine. Five okay, bucks. Four ninety nine. All right. I'm going to play some outro music while you guys hang out. Hit it. Hit it. Right. Okay. Let's hear it. Can you hear it? Yeah. Yes. It's breathtaking. It's a little 80s. Is this time after time? Right, everybody. It's going to be about 76 degrees today. <laughs> oh, he's, he's doing his show. Uh-huh. All right. All the way backed up to that one road where people don't like. So it's backed up all the way there. Uh-huh. All right, John. I'll go, guys. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good weekend, man. John Hepburn. That was time it. after time. Wasn't I love it. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I think I could barely hear it. Uh, all right, cool. Listen, we got to take a break. And I did see this text that came in. It says, snow flurries in Manion. No. That what? it was flurrying in right. Manion. So it, it's just a note to God. Yeah. If um, with all this going on, you make it snow, um, we're going to kick your ass. No, it's, seriously? it's going up to 50 today. So maybe just light flurries from upper atmosphere. I don't know. I mean, but, we love you, God. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, all right. Well, listen, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. And we got bizarre file stories for you uh, and some more stuff to remind you of. Don't, uh, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Everything that rocks includes cool MMR swag you can wear. Available now in the MMR Rock Shop, like t-shirts, hoodies, and tank tops. With designs from retro MMR logos to the latest from the Preston and Steve Show branded hats and tops. For guys and gals, we've even got your little ones covered with an array of bibs, onesies, and toddler tees. Plus coffee mugs and much more. All with the MMR attitude you expect. Search the word shop at WMMR.com and get shopping. Stuff for you, gifts for them. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your wardrobe. I think I've just made my first barter of the quarantine. Uh, Marissa came in and handed me a note that says, I'll trade you tequila for wine. Wow. Done deal. Man. Done deal. I've got loads of wine at home, and uh, I can make that happen. We'll we'll put that together next week. I'll I'll be good for the weekend. It should be solid for the weekend. Oh, you want to hear something? So, um, you know, you talk about things you get into, and um, I'm like, okay, we're going to lay in some inventory and stuff. You know, I I told you I got into these Oreo cookies that are these thin, you know. Yeah, the really thin really thin ones. It turns out that's the way to go. So I go on Amazon. They're on Amazon. I don't need them right now. You know, it can minimize my trip to the store. I order. How long? Uh, well, no, they're going to oh. be here this Saturday. Okay. It's not how long, it's how much I oh, order. Oh, my God. How many, I did realize. Did you order <laughs> yeah, like a case of them? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They'll last. they got a good shelf life. <laughs> yes, so you, yeah, yeah. You'll be good. Uh, so, Case, that thing you wanted to mention? Yes. Um, so, um, speaking of the cocktails and all that sort of mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. this weekend, uh, Keenan's. Uh, who we always open the Jersey Shore with the yes. eggs with peg at Keenan's. They're having a virtual palooza. And so this is all going on on Keenan's Facebook page. So all day tomorrow and all day Sunday, basically starting at 2 p.m., going all the way uh, you know, through the night, they're going to have DJs and, and bands performing on their, their Facebook page. And um, during the live shows, Keenan's going to be asking for donations for the Step Back Foundation. That's a local foundation that's started by a recent Wildwood High School graduate and has turned its efforts towards uh, providing meals 
for students and families in the community. Um, but, uh, you know, so if you go over to Keenan's Facebook page, uh, Jameson, who uh, plays for us at the Camp Out for Hunger, yeah. they're going to be performing on uh, Saturday afternoon around 4 p.m. Uh, DJs uh, all day long. Uh, I'm a lot gonna... of the DJs have stepped up and are doing these chari- char- charity things, pre- uh, uh, Casey and Preston and everybody, and it's just really incredible to see them all, uh, you know, donating their time and efforts. Yeah, so if you're looking for a virtual party, um, you know, I would uh, suggest heading over to Keenan's. Margarita um, party, Preston. Margarita yeah. party with Keenan's giving the entertainment. Mm. I also wanted to ask you, Preston, because you're um, pretty good with uh, making cocktails, uh, and Stateside Vodka is is, is uh, doing something for us for Word of the Week. Is there a vodka version of a margarita? And is that called anything? Because I know margaritas have tequila, but a vodkarita. I don't want to live in a world where there's a <laughs> vodka version of a margarita. Probably, okay. probably, yeah. but I mean, it's it's perfection. You don't want to. It just be a martini. It. Uh, it could be just a martini, but no. you got that beautiful, wonderful limey liminess and uh, sweetness of a margarita. So, well, if someone's looking to become a raging alcoholic, what's the best way to start that process? Um, you know, we should we should hold a workshop. <laughs> A case of vodka. Marissa? I do recommend uh, just some vodka and lime juice. That's what I've been living on with uh, we have <laughs> living, <stays> on? <laughs> living on yeah, she's, and she's, cream of mushroom soup. She's foregoing food. <laughs> no, I still had a leftover bottle from okay. Kathy's bitch box party from the stateside vodka. So that is my just lime juice and um, vodka and it may replace your margarita over mm. the weekend if you're stuck. If, if, you're, if stuck. you're stuck, though, but I mean, it's got to, for margarita, it's got to be sweet. It's, there's got to be sugar in there somewhere. So it's got the just, sour just lime and right? vodka ain't going to do it. This could be a problem, like, a, or just a conversation for another time, but when I drink those, I don't taste the vodka. What, lime and vodka? Yes. Just lime water and vodka? And water. Really? Water, vodka, and lime juice. All right, maybe I'll You just wake up in the bathtub. I'll sample and just <laughs> see what see how it tastes to me, so I don't know. Preston, you know what we never got made was the uh, the Bloody Murray. Remember yeah, that? the Jewish version of the Bloody Mary. <laughs> with Manischewitz. Yeah, with Manischewitz and, uh, you know, I don't know what else would be in it. <laughs> the Bloody <laughs> Mary. By the way, I, so I, I need to address this because I got this text, but, and we, we are going to get to the bizarre file here yeah. in a moment. It says, what is the status of the isolation idol? I've got a didgeridoo video ready to submit for Casey Boy. Oh, no kidding. That actually would be awesome. Okay, so here's the deal with Isolation Idol. We we had mentioned it earlier this week, and uh, it, the the kibosh got put on it by the uh, and I'm gonna officially name them the goddamn legal department. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all one phrase now. Uh, we don't know why. I have no idea why. But anyhow, um, they had to wait until rules were in place, and we got the rules in place. They finally got in place today. We wanted to do this on Monday. There is no way we have enough time to promote this, to get enough people to enter, to submit and do the contest the way we want to do it. So we're going to pause it for a week, and we're going to do it a week from this Monday. We're going to start it. So next week, we're going to promote it, solicit for videos. So hang on to your video. Yes. Next week, we will have you submit that. And then the following week... We'll try to execute it if the goddamn legal department doesn't stop us from doing it. In the interim, will be some calls and some conversations we plan on having so that people can understand how this show moves yeah. as opposed to, say, some other shows that might be. I hope so. And then hopefully we can get that so that we can do stuff like this. Because yeah. it's just a goofy little contest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, guys, it's Friday. Let's just, uh, no sad No bro. sad bro. No sad bro. None. 
All right. Um, we're going to do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. All right. My favorite uh, Bizarre File story of the day, without an explanation, too. And, and I love this. Deputies say a man who struck a person with his vehicle and drove away was found hours later tied to a telephone pole at the scene of the crime. <laughs> he was tied to the telephone pole. Tied to the telephone pole and beaten. Oh, so, man. No, this, this dude was trying to kill somebody. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The sheriff's office said 29-year-old Thomas Bechtold was arguing with 47-year-old James Leslie. Bechtold reportedly got into his vehicle and hit Leslie, knocking him unconscious. Oof. Bechtold then drove off uh, from the scene. Three hours later... The sheriff's office got a report that the suspect had been dropped off at the same intersection. Deputies found Bechtold battered with his hands behind his back, tied behind his back, and tethered to a telephone pole. He was arrested on charges of attempted murder, assault with a deadly weapon, battery with serious injury, and felony hit and run. You know who did it? No. Batman. Oh, it sounds like it, right? He currently is being held on Two million one hundred ninety-five thousand dollars bail in the county jail. That's like somebody's guardian angel. That's looked it, out for this person, got them, and then exacted revenge. Yeah, it sounds like you know maybe a relative of, uh, of right. the person who was hit, and maybe Kathy's uncle who drives around with people in their trunk knew who it was, <laughs> went and and, and oh, a little street justice. Yeah, yeah. But then left him tied up for the authorities, like Rorschach or Batman, Batman. or something yeah. like that would do. Uh, anyone with information about this investigation is asked to contact. The Sheriff's Department. A woman in South Lake Tahoe, and here's another one of these, was arrested Tuesday after she allegedly licked items in a Safeway grocery store. The woman, 53-year-old Jennifer Walker, allegedly licked several pieces of jewelry for sale at the store and then put them on her hands. She then began to fill her shopping cart with $1,800 worth of merchandise. Officers called to the scene, determined Walker had no means to pay for the items in her cart. But I licked them. An employee told the officers those items could no longer be sold due to cross-contamination. So all that stuff is going to waste. Well, how do businesses generate revenue while protecting the health of their vital delivery people? Well, yes. Old Oxbury in Ashburn, Virginia has responded to that question in two ways. With contactless dri- drivery... Uh, it says driver, delivery, sorry, and a bitchin' shark suit. For a mere $25, your beer order will be safely delivered to any home by an intrepid brewery employee dressed in the same regalia as the storied left shark or of Super Bowl fame. Oh, the uh, Katy Perry? Yeah. Yeah. So they have that costume. Uh, they'll cavort. They'll let you take pictures. And when you're satisfied with the quality of your purchase, they'll continue on to destinations unknown. While we may never know the true identity of this person, rumors persist that Beer Shark is actually uh, Burry president and co-owner Chris Burns' son, who is said to be home from school and who may or may not have been uh, press ganged into service in the name of family bonding. So they're sending him out as left shark. Ah, that's a creative way to uh, to do it. To do the deliveries, yeah. Uh, the Elizabeth Police Department will begin to use drones with a recorded message from the mayor telling residents to socially distance and go home amid the spread of the coronavirus. No sad, bro. <laughs> uh, it's a tactic that was first used by China. Drones were uh, there were equipped with speakers to warn residents to wear masks. Spain and France have also used loudspeaker drones reminding residents about the uh, travel restrictions. <laughs> you, you okay? Are you okay? Okay, you finish your story. Okay. 
we, we just had a, gr- a, a motion and a grimace. So yeah, I'm sorry. yeah. Uh, the drones will be used to remind residents to follow social distancing orders. These drones will be around the city with an automated message from the mayor telling them to stop gathering, disperse, and go home. Okay, what just happened? So I tap my foot. Yeah. On the, we have this little tray on wheels, and yeah. I tap my foot on the basically the leg of this tray. Yeah. And what it did <laughs> is it. Um, Turned my leg in such a way that really hurt up at where my where my hip is. I thought I mean, you were like having a heart attack. Listen, I tapped my foot like this hard. Yeah. Okay, and for some reason, it <laughs> shifted my entire leg all the way up to my hip, and it sent a shockwave through my entire body. It was a nerve. And, you, yes. you, yeah, you tweaked the, you tweaked a nerve. I, okay. Yeah. Like, I didn't mean to distract you. <laughs> no, no, listen, not at all. Maybe just, you need to stretch before the show. Yeah. You, you reacted right? yeah. You reacted with pain, and yeah. I was like, what, what just happened? I was looking at the same. I saw you hunched over, and I'm like, oh, my God. He must have stabbing uh, pains in his chest. I was like, I hope nobody noticed that, and then you guys noticed it, and I was like, God damn it. As my father tells me yeah. almost every time I speak to him, Getting old sucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that's all there is to it. Yep. So, you know. But I try to tell him it's better than not getting old. So, a quiet old man. Yeah, shut up, old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to prove your theory. Shut right. up, old man. And that is, uh, that's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, a reminder that we are in the uh, championship of Daily Rush Madness. So there are two videos. Intern Ben... Uh, as you can imagine, as I was like, uh, he's in the finals. <laughs> I don't know why I'm talking and adding out extra words that don't even need to be part of the sentence. But gonna add it. <laughs> and that's the thing that kills me in, 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 that whole, in that exchange. He can simply say yes or no, but yeah. he has to he has to expound on it. The building holds very long, the doors are quite close. As you can imagine. <laughs> Take a breath. Take a breath. Sorry. I was just there, I was turning my foot out of the little tray. <laughs> It By the is, way, Ben himself is the biggest yes, promoter oh, of this video. He, he is he he wants it to be the winner so badly. He's, he's doing great. He's campaigning. He's campaigning yeah. like a champ. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that video is <laughs> going up against Fart Fart. <laughs> the other video that beat out Pierre Robert. There, um, there, there is a point in, the, in the, I mean, you pick the one that you want. Obviously. And in, in, with Ben's, there's a sequence where he had the, uh, the the girl from Delilah's, and she's talking about getting A pluses simply by wearing an outfit. Yeah, and you could just see Ben like, <laughs> what? She basically answered questions on a test that said what she had for breakfast. Yeah, and the teacher was so horny yeah. that he was giving. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Victoria yeah. from Delilah's. You got an A plus because of the egg hole? You can imagine. <laughs> uh, so, uh, real quick, somebody had texted in and said, uh, hey, oh, wait a minute, where did it go? Oh, we've had a lot of the. Uh, uh, somebody was saying, you're wasting valuable time for the, uh, for the word. Uh, for MMR's Rock Refund. No, we're not. No. It's Good Friday. It's a holiday. We're not doing it today. It's company holiday, so some people are working today. Some people aren't. We are working, and the contest will return on Monday. So just a heads up on that. But voting for Daily Rush Madness goes on all weekend long. So if you haven't watched the videos yet, if you've waited, if you haven't even, if you have no real stake in the game, if you haven't done anything yet, it's okay. You can vote on the finals. If you've been waiting for this last thing, it's fine. We don't care. We want to hear from you. So yes. go to PrestonandSteve.com. Uh, really <laughs> watch the videos and place your vote. We are going to take a break. We'll return in a moment with a lesson question from today's program. 
<laughs> and uh, we'll also have the uh, music news and trash. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Lots of texts coming in at different places that are having flurries this morning. <laughs> so funny. All over the place. Chuck uh, actually FaceTimed with uh, Casey and I. He was seeing snow. He lives in Cherry Hill. And uh, here's another one that says flurries in Broomall. There was a whole host of them. So just it, listen. No sad bro. It's no Friday, sad bro. It's Friday. And honestly, it's a day that you, if you work from home, if you've been working from home, take the day off. Yeah, go ahead. Take the damn day off. Because the drive-in's going to be too much. Yeah. Uh, no, it's just for <laughs> Uh, 50 is our high today. Partly cloudy skies, windy, so it is definitely cooler. Uh, and we'll have sunny skies tomorrow, 57 high, and then we'll be up to 70 on Sunday, so it's going to be nice then. Uh, today, we ask a lesson question of you to see how closely you've been paying attention, and we are going to give away a $50 dining card to Carabas. And the question I have for you now is when you play catchy multiplication songs backwards, what hidden message do you hear? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. When you play the catchy multiplication song backwards, what hidden message do you hear? If you were listening and you know, you should call right now because we got a prize on this end. 215-263-WMMR. While you are calling in, we will do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, brought to you this morning by your local Deeds and Watson Real Philly Delis. They are open for takeout. Taste four generations of family recipes made with love and show your support for local businesses. RealPhillyDeli.com. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Kate Middleton wore a yellow sweater from online retailer Zara during an online chat this week. And now the company is reporting they have completely sold out of them. Zara says the last time they had a blowout like this was when Dame Judi Dench admitted to owning one of their extra-large destructor butt plugs. Caitlyn Jenner revealing her secrets to occupying her time while under quarantine. The 70-year-old former Olympic winner says she's been rearranging rooms in her house by literally ripping them out of the foundation and moving them around. Big, strong woman. And I don't know if you saw this. Aerial shots of the Playboy Mansion showing that the new owners are removing the famous hidden orgy pool known as the Grotto. Sadly, 32 demolition workers working on the site have all gotten pregnant. Oh, no. (laughs) And that's your Hollywood dream. All right. Let's see if we got an answer this morning to the lesson question. When you play the catchy multiplication song backwards... (laughs) <laughs> what hidden message do you hear? 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to go to, is it Angel or Angel who is on the line? Uh, either one works there. All right, all right. So, Angel, do me a favor. Tell me what the multiplication song says we play it backwards. Kill your parents. Kill your parents. Yeah. Hang on the line, my man. We're going to set you up with a $50 dining card to Carabas. And you can pick up your favorite Carabas Italian Grill signature dishes like Chicken Brian. Now, I've been saying Pollo Rosa Maria. Somebody texted and said, it's not Pollo. It's Italian. It's Polo. Oh, really? I don't know. Polo Rosa Maria. And and chicken marsala. Whatever it is, it sounds damn good. It is good. I I love Carabas. Uh, You can get uh, dinner delivered right to your door. Order online at Carabas.com. 
Let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Oh, God. Uh, All right, so we'll start with uh, Godsmack on Facebook Live last week. uh, From Anselierna talked about how he's dealing with COVID-19. He said, I have not since day one with this thing been one of the people that are flipping out because of this. At the same time, I'm following the rules and being responsible because I know there are other people that are way more in jeopardy than I am. No said, bro. Uh, he said that he would be he wouldn't be surprised if he already had it. He recalled a trip that he took in mid February to L.A. with his daughter and friends. He felt sick a couple of days after getting back home. And said, "I got this really weird flu, and I remember it feeling foreign, and I was like, ah." Is this flu or is it allergies? Uh-huh. Uh, he had all the symptoms except for the shortness of breath and said, I probably have a much bigger lung capacity than a lot of people, being a singer, I guess. Right. <clears throat> and so it makes me think with all the symptoms that uh, maybe I caught an early dose of it. You know, Professor, there was a time when I had the COVID-19 because of the shortness of breath. When you ran out of breath. Uh, oh, imagine. I said, well, I imagine I thought I had the COVID-19. <laughs> Except for working out at the Godsmack headquarters a few miles from his home, Erna, who lives in New Hampshire, says that he has been obeying the stay-at-home emergency order, which uh, went into effect late last month. Vinnie Paul's longtime girlfriend, Chelsea Yeager, announced uh, that a cookbook of recipes from the late Pantera and Hell Yeah drummer uh, will be released. Uh, in an interview with Metal Pulp and Paper, she said Vinny's cookbook that he titled Drumming Up an Appetite with Vinny Paul. I get it. Is in the works. There are over 120 recipes that are saved and pictures as well. In an interview two years before his death, Vinny had said, a lot of people think that cooking is throwing something in the microwave. Well, it's really not. There's a passion to it. You're better than that. It's... Any chance. Any chance to insert that. Please, any time. I want it, actually. Uh, (laughs) That's not you! (laughs) It's like playing music. If you love doing it, you really put everything you've got into it. (laughs) What what, to be special? Rocky Six, right? Rocky Uh, Balboa? Yeah, Rocky Balboa. Uh, Rocky Balboa, yeah. Yeah. And uh, that's what we do, he said. Uh, Vinny Paul died in uh, 2018 at his home in Vegas of uh, dilated cardiomyopathy. Myopathy and uh, an enlarged heart, essentially. He was sick. He was very <laughs> sick. <laughs> as well as severe coronary artery disease or heart condition. Uh, Duff McKagan of Guns N' Roses was loud and clear in an interview about how he and his family are coping with quarantine. He said, we are looking at it very serious. I have two kids and a wife. We live in Seattle, so that was one of the first hot spots in the U.S. Uh, he was uh, rehearsing in Los Angeles for the GNR tour when the virus hit. His family was with him. Uh, so they stayed in L.A. He says uh, people seem unable to grasp the gravity gravity of what could lie ahead for us if we don't take aggressive action immediately. And also when asked about the <clears throat> economic concern, because he's a financial yes, planner, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's really into that, that world. He said, uh, my most important thing right now is keeping the people that work for me employed. We have 80 plus people on our crew that we're terrified about right now. And we have to figure out what we're going to do. And keep them from losing their house or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. A previously unseen black and white photograph of the Beatles from 1959 has just been unearthed. Is that what you were looking at earlier on your screen? Uh, no, that was something different. That was okay. uh, that was a post on uh, the Beatles uh, Instagram account. But um, no, I'm talking about the two uh, black guys making love. Uh, <laughs> no, that's totally different. Uh, no, so 
It features uh, Paul McCartney on his uh, Framus Zenith, Zenith acoustic guitar, John Lennon with his first electric instrument, which is oh. the Hoffner Club, Hoffner Club 40, and George Harrison on his acoustic Hoffner President, rehearsing in an unknown living room in Liverpool. And the photo makes the fourth earliest shot of Lennon, McCartney, and Harrison together. What's the earliest shot? Do we know? I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, of, them, of the three of them together, I'm not 100% sure. According to the report, the image... Uh, thought to have been taken late 1959 was found in a purchase by music memorabilia specialist Tracks Limited. Now, huh. renowned Beatles historian Mark Lewisian has said that the newly discovered shot, or said of it, there are few quarrymen photos, and a discovery such as this is extremely rare. rare. Within a year of this moment, the quarrymen had become the Beatles. So that was pretty cool. It's you know, amazing. they broke up uh, 50 years ago today. It was 50, 50 years, years ago, ago today that Paul McCartney's departure <laughs> from the Beatles was made public. In effect, announcing to the world that many fans had suspected over the past six months that the Beatles had broken up. So, yes, I was aware, Nick. Uh, McCartney's statements regarding uh, the end of his songwriting partnership with Jime, along with his wish to record apart from Lennon, Harrison, and Starr, came as part of a question and answer sheet included with press copies of his debut solo album, which was simply titled McCartney. And reading further into this, what was kind of interesting to find out, it was actually John's idea... Uh, to wrap things up, he he was uh, you know none really? of this. Paul was the first to make it public. Well, did he just beat them to the chase? Um, um, no, it was an, it was leaked. Hey, by... listen, John, we really can't stand you. I believe the band. Yeah, Lennon didn't. Uh, th- there were a bunch of things that, yeah. that happened, and and you know tensions have been bu- building here and there. They didn't hate each other, but they were just. It was time to wrap it up. But John a- ended a meeting that they were having by revealing that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the, he wanted a, quote, divorce from the group. Listen, I've really enjoyed recording with you. <laughs> oh, my God. You don't like Yoko too much. So, yeah. Why are you talking like that? They decided to go ahead and call it quits. It's the goddamnedest thing I've ever heard. And Paul was the first one to actually let the, the news slip, and it was confirmed like three days later after that. I was running out of breath. God, 50 years ago. 50! Yeah. You know, I was watching a movie that basically, you'll agree, Preston, is, is sort of the best depiction of the, the, the Beatles story. It's called Caveman. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ringo Starr was Ringo. on yesterday. That's yeah, great. <laughs> I love that movie. It's a goofy dumb. Have, you, have I, any of you guys ever seen Caveman? Yeah. yeah. I even, Shelley Long, right? Shelley yep. Long. Yep. Yeah. I even showed it to my kids, and, and uh, they they thought it was funny. It's really dated. It's stop, animotion, uh, stop animation. You know, yeah. the, the dinosaurs are made of clay, essentially. And big goofy. One, the one uh, T-Rex gets gets high on berries. and yeah. Oh, do okay. they do they cook a giant egg on like they a, do? a yeah, yeah. hot... Okay, all right. Yep, on like a like hot a, spring. <laughs> yeah. A pterodactyl egg or whatever. Yep, yep. <laughs> Dennis Quaid is the co-star in it. That's right. And, uh, yeah, they show how they end up walking upright by accident. He <laughs> just, cra- and... just cracks his back. Yep. That's uh, right. It's, and oh, so it's a comedy. It's a comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's actually, it's goofy fun, but uh, they, they don't speak any English. I think there's, like, three English words in yeah. the entire thing. Uh, but they, they have this made-up caveman language, and, and Ringo's the... Uh, yeah, he's the star of it. So, and he—I believe that's the movie he met Barbara Bach on. Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. Yeah, Alunda was Alunda. her name. Alunda, or no, uh, Lana, Atuk Alunda Lana. That means yeah. Atuk loves Lana. <laughs> uh, all right, the one last thing: uh, Live Nation has introduced an all-new virtual music hub. 
It's called Live From Home, and it's updated daily with live streams, exclusive artists uh, with content, uh, new music, and more to keep you connected to your favorite artists uh, like Metallica. Every Monday they're doing that. So uh, the website is livenation.com slash livefromhome. So they're kind of the hub for all these in, uh, wow. in-home performances that these artists well, are doing. Imagine they have a great resource when it comes to that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, that's a great idea, yeah. honestly. That's uh, anything that provides you a distraction. Yeah, LiveNation.com <laughs> slash live from home. We're just sending all the votes to him. You know that. He's no, losing no, no. right now. Is he? Yes. Well, it's just give it the whole weekend. We don't <laughs> listen. That, to me, though. there's no losers in this. No. Fart fart is is um, honestly it, it's it's Beethoven. <laughs> it's, We're it, talking about Daily Rush Madness. Yeah, if you don't fart, know, fart fart and they're both right, Preston. As, as Chuck had said in that video, he goes, "If you don't laugh at that, you have no soul." <laughs> so uh, it's up to you to decide. And I know you have to you have to make a tough choice. But is it going to be a third bet? This good <laughs> I don't envy you happy to make Or is it going to be <laughs> fart, fart? It's up to you. Uh, we leave it in your hands. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Wrapping the show up, the uh, letter of the day, word of the week. We'll give that away, and Pierre will be in next two. Stay with us. Feeling deprived of a basketball bracket? Running out of shows to binge on? Well, 93.3 WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show can fix that. It's daily rush madness. Go to PrestonandSteve.com and start binging. 64 episodes will contend for your votes to determine the winner. Daily Rush Madness from the station that's been providing Philadelphia questionable content since day one. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Is Pierre coming in today? I haven't even asked that question. Do we know if he's here today? I think so. He is? Okay. I wasn't sure because it is... uh... It's a company holiday uh, today, being Good Friday. He's and, in the union. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, he's in our union, but I, I don't know who took the day off and who's in and who's not and all that stuff. So anyway, uh, we do know that Rock Refund is not happening today. We'll return on Monday morning, so uh, make sure that you set your reminders and whatever you need to do and be ready for those because it happens uh, seven times during the day and uh, your chance to win some money. Not a bad thing at all. What is the noise I'm hearing? That was my, that was my cat. Oh, oh okay. is that that noise? Yeah, she's in the living room destroying oh. it bit by bit. <laughs> Mine are locked away today. Oh, uh, there we go. We don't have the appearance. Uh, so I want to thank uh, John Heffron for being on yeah. the program today. He's got a Q&A tonight at 8.30. It's through heliumcomedy.com. If you would like to uh, ask him questions or whatever, he's a great guy. Uh, so it's nice to have him on. And also... Uh, thank you to everybody who submitted questions for the Ask Me Anything session. And we got lots of feedback that um, people who love this show loved that segment and want to hear it again sometime. Yeah, so we, we, we would uh, we would love to do that. We still have a whole bunch of questions left over. And, uh, yeah, the more the merrier. Yep. So we will uh, we'll get to that. You know what? I can't resist. Do it. I, I, we were going to save this for uh, a contest next week. <laughs> but I just want to play this one. Uh, is it this one, Casey? Uh, because it is Friday. 
Yeah, that's I, the one, bro. I recorded this. Uh, I recorded this with Casey yesterday, and uh, here I just wanted to say this. No sign, bro. It's Friday. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, How many takes, Preston? Did, can you get it on the first take? I, I get it. It was pretty close. Yeah, I get a few of them on the first take. I don't remember about that one, but wow. no sign, bro. It's Friday. <laughs> I can't believe you can do that. You, you, you listen to the sound, and rep, right? I mean, yeah. it, you, yeah. and you write it phonetically. I think, yeah. it, and you just and I. It, it, it's so cool to hear it. You know, it's such a it's such yeah. a bizarre sound. It sounds so robotic and so otherworldly. Here, this is me saying it uh, phonetically. This is what it sounded like: "Head Elfstit Werbnesswin, Head Elfstit Norswesden," or however you know. You re- <laughs> I just write it down and and then try to recreate it, and then you play it backwards, and then you end up with <laughs> this. No sign, bro. It's Friday, <laughs> bro. Uh, we have a whole bunch of those that we can do uh, yeah. next week. Pretty cool. Pandemic, pandemic. We can do one next week. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, maybe next week. Right. We'll see. Um, but we may have to change the name because none of that stuff has to do with the pandemic. That's so true. We'll figure something out. Um, okay. I thought I had a uh, thought I had a brain tumor because I thought I saw Pierre and then I didn't see him and now I see him again. So I thought I thought. Pierre a cat. I thought I thought Pierre a cat. <laughs> yes, it is indeed you in the flesh because nobody else could make that up. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I think. Yeah. How you doing? Fine. Oh, it's not Good. plugged yet. Oh yeah, Marissa uh, unplugged those headphones yesterday. So right, there we go. It's a little bit okay. of rewiring, a soldering gun, some tape, and we're good to go. She does everything. She does. She amazing. does. Yeah. Uh, she fixed my uh, electric. She came over and also re-roofed my whole house. Wow. That's nice. so good. What about yeah. your Tesla? Is that running well now? Well, uh, <laughs> not quite. Whale. Right. Whale. I uh, I had a nice uh, towing experience yesterday. Ah, uh, okay. So I'm driving this one of the station Tahoes. Oh, uh, <laughs> I hit 95 on the freeway in the Tahoe. <laughs> really amazing. You're doing 95 miles an hour? Yeah. You know, it's kind of wild. Anyone out on the it's road illegal. would assume that anybody driving the vehicle anyone, okay? is, is like, uh, you know, somebody, an employee of the station, you know, just like maybe an intern or somebody who's just with the promotions. And, and to see Pierre Robert behind the wheel has had to be uh, a frightening pretty, thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> frightening. Absolutely frightening. And, and, uh, and it is um, like spitting a little snow out there. Yeah, yeah. As you mentioned, it was in, somebody said in Maniunk, there's a little bit right out here. All over the place. I got a yeah. uh, text from Limerick, from Cherry Hill, from uh, uh, Pocono's got obviously more than we would get. Let's mm. go up to the Poconos. Let's go. I got an idea. We could get some cardboard. <laughs> and, I don't know, just we were just there point. weeks ago. Doesn't that blow your mind? I know. Yeah. I mean, we were in, in the Corona Cafe, <laughs> uh, you know, a month ago. Yeah. I mean, if you yeah. think about it. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. At one point, even on the air, I mean, it was just starting. Hey, I was I was sick. I started getting sick there when I ended up with the flu with wow. influenza B. That's right. It started on Thursday night, uh, and I, you know, my son was with me the whole time, and and uh, had dinner with people and stuff like that, and nobody got sick, thankfully. But I was ill at that time. I didn't realize that. Yeah, um, I didn't. I, I didn't know until Monday that I was wow. sick. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's. Um, but I mean, at one point on the air in the E two thousand lounge, I mean, you know, it's it. There wasn't an elbow, you know, nobody was elbowing you because even then people were starting to not yeah. or to fist bump or to elbow bump or whatever. Not a not a one of them. How are you? <laughs> Hugs, you know, kisses. Oh yeah, you and know. you were probably using my microphone. I'm shocked that you didn't get sick. Well, yeah. It's your system, man. You're indestructible. Yeah, that must yeah, be it. That's, that's it. that Kryptonian mm-hmm. blood. That's it. That's it. 
Uh, at any rate, I mean, but it's a, it's amazing because had it even been the very next week, we couldn't have had it. No, we could. You're right. The event uh, would have been canceled. Isn't yeah. that a, you know? But yeah. I mean, it's wild to have gone from from that kind of packedness to this kind of distance. Spreadness. Yeah. Yeah. Spreadness. Packedness versus spreadness. <laughs> I like, I like spreadness. Uh, but here we are, and we are asking you to give us a letter so we can give away this prize. I stand ready. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. C is in Corona. C is in Corona. Okay. That's correct. All right. So, uh, caller number five at 215-263-WMMR. You get to take a crack at it. Tell us what you think the word is. If you get it right, we got this very cool prize that we are going to hand over to you. Uh, you have the day before you, sir. What's coming I up? I do. Uh, well, uh, as the Easter Bunny hops around, I will be hopping to the sounds of great music and great workforce blocks. We'll have a workforce box of Queen, Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Brian Setzer of the Stray Cats has a birthday today, and we're going to celebrate with some of his amazing music. Uh, I think we'll have a lot of fun with that. Excellent. A block of Stray Cats, maybe some Brian Setzer Orchestra. Uh, he's a really cool guy. It's a little little off the beaten path, but if you can play Runaway Boys, that'd be awesome. Oh, we played that, that heavily. Song. Oh, MMR, really good. Uh, back in the day, MMR premiered the uh, Stray Cats in Philadelphia and had a full show with them at this place called the Eastside Club, which was downstairs uh, on Chestnut Street. It was this big punk club, uh, and we had a huge concert with them. We did a ton of stuff with them. Awesome. So they were part of the regular playlist uh, for many, many years. Nice. So. Brian says amazing guitar player. Amazing yeah. and cool as can yeah, be. Yeah, He came in on my show, and he was kind of, he looked like he was going to be bored. And then I said, I love Frank Sinatra. He goes, what? <laughs> and and with that, we just uh, totally connected. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. All right, we'll see if we can find someone who has the word of the week. And it is Jim who we're going to go to. Hey, Jim, how you doing? Good. How you doing? Good, Jim. So if you have that word for us, we got a prize. What is it? Um, I think the word is panic. Great day in the morning! Panic indeed, Jim. And since you got it, do I need to even ask, do you drink? Do you drink alcohol? Um, yes, I do. All right, thank God. <laughs> we have a case of stateside vodka for you. We have four T-shirts, four rocks glasses, and a tour for four of the distillery and a $150 gift certificate for the tasting room with stateside vodka. All right, buddy? Oh, that is awesome. Thank you, guys. You bet. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. Don't forget, it's Philly's hometown distillery. They're now delivering right to your home. Available throughout Philadelphia and the PA suburbs. You can visit statesidevodka.com for details. And, uh, of course, they provided uh, the engraved bottles for Kathy's uh, Bitch Box, that last party that we did. They're great. Uh, Let me see. Anybody got anything else before we're done? No. Okay. I don't. All right. For shizzle. For shizzle. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Pierre just said for shizzle. (laughs) Wow. All right. Then I will take this opportunity to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show has been brought to you today by Acme. You can shop online. Don't forget, you can have it ready pickup uh, or have it ready uh, for uh, pickup anytime. Uh, Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Each item will be carefully selected and brought right to your car. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com. Also brought to you by Godshaw's. Godshaw's fully uh, cooked turkey bake. bacon is uh, six months self-state. Sh- 
<laughs> this is shellfish on the stage. It's, it's, it's so close. Uh, I know, right, Kath? Yeah. So close. Can be shelved for six months, right? Shelf stable. Oh. All right. Ready, oh. to, ready to eat and needs no refrigeration. Each serving has six grams of protein, making it great for sandwiches, camping, and uh, family preparedness. Available at uh, Wise and Acme. And also, Your brain has the shell on it. Also brought to you by uh, WSF. S Bank, where we stand for service. Next week on the program, we're putting some stuff together. Uh, Billy Gardell will be joining us. We will officially solicit for Isolation Idol. We had to get some legal things wrangled first, but uh, check that this weekend. I don't know if it might be up and you can, uh, it describes it and, and we're looking for your talents at home. Uh, and sending him videos for an audition, but you will actually perform live on the air uh, for the actual contest next week. Uh, yeah, that's it. We are done. Rage on. Oh, oh, oh. Daily Rush Madness. Vote all. Vote this weekend for which video you want to vote win. Pierre, Pierre Pina you're Pina out of the Colada. running. Vote you're... for the Pina Colada video. You're out it's of not it. on there uh, anymore. Write it in. All right. It's uh, for a write-in, Pierre Robert. But intern Ben is a cheater against Fart Fart. That's it. We are failed. done. I died. Rage, I'm done. Rage on. Have a great oh, weekend. Rupert. We'll see you on Monday. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Of course, in 10 years, the Flyers finally look good, and they want to shut the season down. What the actual Next message. Next message. What up, Delco? The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. The world of comics has been growing for the past 30 years, and that's why Robbie Landis and Ben Morris are here to break it all down for you. Join the shop. Talk every Monday for the latest in DC, Marvel, and beyond. Find the other identity at CheckpointXP.com or download from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts.